get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 148 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yep, yep. Back after a week off. Yes, another week. It's a great week, actually. Um, I can't front. Like, I thought about the podcast, but on Wednesday, well, actually, on actually Wednesday, I was actually fucking traveling off fucking day. So we was off last week because uh, I uh, are, was, you are a jet setter. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm put in my Twitter Mr. bio. Jet setter. I'm gonna put in my t- Twitter bio: Detroit <laughs> to Cancun to St. Louis. I just don't <laughs> stick around and shit. Um, the info. <laughs> <laughs> my Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we me and the wife we uh took a uh trip for our honey um honeymoon for our uh anniversary anniversary <laughs> um we, it's funny we kind of call it like our real honeymoon because we really wanted to go like somewhere for our honeymoon but we just couldn't it didn't the funds wasn't there i technically wasn't supposed to leave the fucking state because <laughs> i was on probation for my suspended license and shit so mm-hmm. it was real fucked up so this was like the trip we really wanted to do and shit. So we did Cancun. We did this resort. It was pretty dope. Have you ever done an um, all-inclusive resort before? Nope. So that shit is dope. I mean, it's nothing more than basically eating and drinking whatever you want when you want. Drinking? And I'm, yes. Okay. So that shit <laughs> is fucking awesome, dude. So um, I damn sure get my money's worth in that bitch, dog. So and the thing is, it really wasn't that much. I don't know what's considered a you lot or a little thousand dollars in drinks, <laughs> dog. So you said all inclusive. So what happens is, when you're there, even though is you you get as much as you want, eat as much as you want, you still have to fill out a tab, and it just basically they basically just tracking how much or whatever. So they wouldn't be, invite my ass back. So, I mean, it'll be days when we'd be, you know, randomly on the, uh, at the pool ordering food and drinks and shit. It'd be like $140, $150 of just food and drinks. I'd go out drinking by myself and it'd be like 70, 80 bucks, 90 Damn. bucks and shit. It was, it was crazy, man. So, um, we get there and so we went to this resort called, uh, um, fuck, Villa del Palmar. Um, and so we get there, and as soon as we, you know, we, uh, it was like a half an hour away from the uh, air, the airport. So our biggest trouble after we we booked this shit in May, and so up until maybe like a month or so ago, we didn't have transportation to get from the airport to the uh, to the uh, resort, resort or whatever. So they was like, you can pay for, it. you know, we. And I'm thinking maybe they just trying to get us on money and shit. Like you, you can get it through us, or you could just get a cab there. We don't, you know, a lot of them, they, you know, they try to gouge you on prices and shit and so forth. So we had paid, we so we paid for it through the uh, the resort or whatever. And so they was like, when you get through customs, walk straight, don't look at nobody, don't talk to nobody, make a right and come outside. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we're walking through this war zone or some shit. Like, why the fuck? But, dude, soon as you get through, soon as you get through customs, open that door, and you're walking through, all kind of motherfuckers are coming at you for cab rides and shit. Damn. It's crazy. But the thing is, it's like, 
You don't know if they ignore these people because you don't know if they're like airport officials or they're really just people from the fucking, you know, taxis and shit. They got on badges and look official. That shit in Spanish. Know what the fuck that shit is. So I don't know if these people are like, <clears throat> you know, trying to, you know, either gouges or they just people in the airport trying to act. Because at that point, I wasn't. I wasn't totally sure if I was totally out of customs yet. So I didn't know if it was like an officer coming up to me and saying, so I didn't want to be ignoring them and they fuck around, throw us on the ground and <laughs> we fuck around and be in Mexican jail and shit. So, you know, you just don't know. So <laughs> Mexican jail. <laughs> I don't know why, because that's what it would be. Yeah. But for some reason, that sounds funny to yeah. me. Like, like Mexican jail would be like, it just, I it, don't know, quesadillas and fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Fucking <laughs> random rice and whatever. So... We finally make it through. We get to the, uh, you know, we find our the, the courier or whatever. So we get to this resort. Ooh, excuse me. I'm not even tired either. We get to this resort. As soon as we get there, they give us like wet rags and like uh, orange, uh, like mimosas and shit. Oh, shit. So we get there. And as soon as we get there, you know, we're talking and we get there around noonish. Because uh, we have been traveling since. we our, our flight was at 6.20. So. <laughs> I said, oh, shit, like I didn't know this already. <laughs> uh, yeah, you knew this, right? <laughs> so I was like, wait, you remember, I remember mentioning that. I was like, man, we trying to keep Mexicans out, but we go over there and they're giving us hot cloths and mimosas man, and shit. Man, the Mexicans are cool people. <laughs> right, Fuck no, Trump, man. Right, it's all ain't no American gave me a hot rag, man. Shit, man. <laughs> so we get there around noonish or whatever, and... We still got to wait till like four to check in. So, you know, we just went to a restaurant and drink the shit. But what I don't like about a lot of resorts, I don't know if it's just our resort or just in general, but when you, we didn't, a lot of people use timeshares and shit. Yeah. For a resort. So they were trying to sell us on going to a timeshare, a breakfast to do all this extra shit. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do all this extra shit. I'm like, we didn't even pay through this shit through a timeshare. We just, you know, pay straight up, mm-hmm. you know. So we didn't have no time. So we wasn't committed to having to go to a fucking breakfast for them and shit. So they wanted us to go to this breakfast to get these extra, these uh, passes to go on these day trips and shit. So mind you, we're there four days, what, four days, five nights, five nights, four days, mm-hmm. four days, five nights. And so if we so it one trip for instance that bitch left at 7 a.m and didn't get back to 7 p.m who the fuck wants to do that shit i don't care what part of mexico that i've never seen before i don't want to do it because one it's all fucking day right two i'm missing out on the shit i'm paying for pause it no you going oh you good yeah um so I'm like, I don't want to be away all day, and then I fuck around and can't even get the shit that I'm actually paying for. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, it's a relaxing vacation. I don't want to be on no fucking schedule. Just want to be able to get up with the fuck I want to, blah, blah, blah. So we declined that shit. So that so that breakfast was like at 7 and 8 in the morning or some crazy shit. So we like, we go get up at 10, 11 o'clock and stroll up. Then we end up at, we end up at like 8 o'clock. So we like, fuck it, let's go to our own regular breakfast and shit. Why do we fucking end up at the same place where the fucking <laughs> breakfast was and shit? And we looked around like, oh shit, let's hurry up. So we had to hurry up and run out that bitch before they thought we was trying to come to that shit and went to it. But anyway, man, it was dope, though. Sit on the beach. Sit, we didn't leave the resort, man. All the food was great, man. Uh, got a chance to have cigars and shit. Although I was the only person on the fucking resort smoking cigars. Um it was it was cool, man. It was dope, Doug. So I definitely would suggest the all inclusive, man. If you ever y'all, you ever get a chance to do it, it was fucking awesome. We just had a wristband, and everywhere you went, you just showed your fucking wrist and just. I drank so much fucking tequila on that trip, Doug. 
so much fucking tequila. Like, I'm not like even tequila, a big tequila so. fan. <laughs> like, and I, I was just like drinking tequila. it just because it was just there and shit. So it was dope, man. But it was cool, man, to get away. That was the first first vacation I took in a long time. Like, that was, like, multiple days and shit. I like, took off work for it. Like, I've been doing these weekend trips, which has been dope and shit. But being able to do a trip like that, it was it was dope, man. So I just, man, the fucking turbulence, dude. It was turbulence on every fucking flight, dude. That shit is just unnerving, dude. I don't know the last flight you've been on where it's just been crazy turbulence or some shit. Everyone. Man, it was just crazy. I'm drinking like a motherfucking dog on these flights, dog. <laughs> and I got through. Uh, so we had two flights. We had two flights going there, two flights back. I got through three flights without having to pay for liquor. They just kept giving it to me. Then mm. I finally ended up having to pay. I'm like, fuck it. This probably makes up for all the other ones nice. that I <laughs> did have to pay for. But that shit was dope, man. I would definitely uh, suggest it. That, that, that place was dope as fuck. Um, but I don't know. We didn't even want to leave the resort. We were just like, fuck it. Let's just. People kept saying, why you want to leave? I'm like, why will we leave? All the food and shit is in free. We got to go somewhere else and pay for food and pay for drinks. Like, fuck that. We staying here. So, right. So we didn't have no issues with the water. You know, all, you know, the biggest issue people say going to Mexico is, you know, don't drink the water, which we wasn't drinking off the faucets and shit. You know what I'm saying? But all the water, even at the restaurants, the water is filtered. So they're giving you cups of water that's filtered. So it's like, because when I first got there, they poured a cup of water. I was like, should I be drinking this shit? <laughs> so I called my man over like, I don't want to be funny and all, but what's up with the water and shit? Oh, no, it's all filtered, but we ain't had no ill effects or no shit, so. <laughs> did you say that? Hey, my man, what's up with the water? Or did you say, were you like talking like, is the water okay for me? <laughs> well, no, he like, was, I'm he, assuming he, they speak English, yeah, but like, do they speak it well? So I was like, and I asked, I was like, so I was like can we drink the, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't like, what's up? I'm like, well, can we drink the water? Because, you know. And then he's like, yeah, you can drink the water. All the wheels is filtered. We bring all the water in. Yeah, my nigga, the water's all good. Oh, right. okay. Uh, right, right. Basically. <laughs> Where you so, from, Compton? Right, right. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, but yeah. But it is funny. You see black people, and I'm automatically looking like, I wonder if they from Detroit and shit. <laughs> but it, it was it was a few blacks, but it wasn't too many. But it was a lot of old people and shit. And a bunch of old people that had timeshares. How do I know? Because they kept telling us. <laughs> like every every time we talk to people, oh, we on the times are here. Old people really put money into that shit, dog. Yeah, I get it. But you know, whatever works. But I think one guy he kept because every time I was smoking a cigar, he come over smoking cigarettes, and he was on his third week of vacation. Damn. And he was saying that uh, it forces him to vacation because he schedules shit scheduled every year. He's retired and shit, so. Like, like he did. <laughs> how, you got, how you got to be forced to vacation when you retired? I don't know. You got I number time too, on your like, hands. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe forced to take it during that time or some shit. I don't know. But I don't know. Man, it was cool, man. Like, Whoever yeah. this timeshare, I just be sitting at home doing nothing. Right. <laughs> like, that's not like a vacation too, bro. Fuck yeah, you ain't doing shit anyway. So yeah, yeah, man, that shit was fun though, man. I, I was and I what I what I really enjoyed about the vacation is it was a resting vacation, so I didn't feel feel tired coming from vacation. That's the best. A lot part, of times you do trips and you're like tired from the fucking trip and shit. So yeah, we got back like although we we was traveling all fucking day Wednesday. Our first flight was at two, and then we didn't get home until midnight. So we had a four hour delay in in Atlanta. Oh, and then we ended up getting delayed another 45 minutes because the plane that we were supposed to be flying on was delayed where it was at. And I don't know where, but it was because of whole ass Trump. You know, when, <laughs> you know, whenever they finna leave off for of flying, they clear the airspace so mm-hmm. nobody could go anywhere. Hmm. So that's why the plane that we were flying on was delayed getting there and shit. So whatever, though. It was dope, though, man. I definitely suggest it. I want to do a few more days, though. I would like to do it like a whole week. 
Yeah. Just uh, I would like to do something like the like the excursions and shit, but I'm like shit that we would have did that. We would have had one day to do nothing and shit. So we like fuck that. So was the um you said like your your tab would be like a hundred something dollars. What was that a hundred something dollars like American was like a hundred something like I don't know pesos or whatever the fuck and they came out the less. It seemed like it Ameri- was. It American. seemed like from what the 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 cost was that it was coming out in a, an American. Hmm. But I don't know why they why why even. It don't matter because you don't pay for. Yeah, it. I'm not paying serious. for it anyway. You know, so you just give me your room number and sign it. But you know the cool. What I end up doing is like you can. At, they, gratuity was even added anyway, but hmm. I took a I took a gang of singles and I was always tipping them more. So when I came back, they always you know came to me first and shit like that. So smart. Yeah, I took like I took like I took out a hundred a hundred dollars in singles from the bank and shit. <laughs> and so I, I was just I was freely tipping the whole time I was there. <laughs> tipping one single dollar, like oh thank you thank you thank you. <laughs> oh from senor. Tipping room service, tipping, <laughs> and then they but they were doing extra shit like they you know you go to the fucking you know the the beach and they're like oh you want towels oh you or say I went, I went to the thing and grabbed towels they're like oh let me carry them for you like, my carry baby, my towels I can carry my God, whole goddamn dang. towels but I'm like you know whatever you know if I'm on vacation right fuck it carry my towels take my I shoes say, off I'll probably do that shit dog right. like carry my towel dog <laughs> but yeah man that shit was I, go a dollar go buy your family lunch for a week man I <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, but yeah, dog. It was, it was. I have no complaints, man. That shit was only complaints that we won there longer, dog. Other than that, that shit was dope, dog. So. How y'all feel about the wall, <laughs> man? As well as what as they treated us, man, they better not uh, build a fucking wall, especially the Mexico shit. They gonna build that bitch, dog. Then they ain't gonna bring you no towels no more. They build that wall, you gonna go over there like, hey, y'all carry towels? Well, fuck y'all, Americans. We you know what, dude? I, build no fucking. You know it's like I was, no I, was towels. Looking, I was looking for like some cheap, some cheap like t-shirts and uh, shit like that just uh, on a, the day before, and it seemed like everything I saw was like something like American flag. I didn't want to wear a shit that had like American flag, nothing, no stars, no red, white, and blue. Nope. I had a bunch of tiger shit. I would never do that, dog. Yeah, because I mean, like, like. Our country isn't the most fucking light country right now. And on top of that, have you noticed, like, and I'm not going to say have you noticed because, like, I, I don't think this is a new thing. But, like, I kind of associate, like, if I'm just driving around here and I see, like, a F-150 with a big fucking flag thing in the fucking rear windshield, I'm like, racist. Even, <laughs> like, even our flag. Like, no, I'm talking yeah, about our yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah, like, not, racist. Even the, uh, not even the fucking uh, uh, Confederate, just our flag. Yeah, our flag. I'm yeah. like, racist. Because I feel like anytime I see... Like somebody like brandishing the flag all over their vehicle, it's always associated with some other shit. It's never yeah. just a flag. There'll be like a Trump bumper sticker. Because or anybody right now pushing else. A, if you see a like using your example, you see a F one fifty with a big ass flag. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, he's the motherfucker that hates blacks for kneeling. Yeah, and he stands exactly. up for the flag. So exactly, yeah, I have I wanted no parts of of the the uh, any symbols of uh, American American patriotism at all. I got all. a flag up on on my house, and I'm like, man, I need to take this bitch. Are down, you still ain't took that motherfucker down? No, because I don't have a replacement yet, but I need to get one. Because I'm like, I don't want to have like it's not even so much like it came with the house, like it was there. So I'm like, I just left it. But, like, now I'm kind of, like, in a space where I'm, like, it's not even so much I don't want to represent America. I mean, that's a part of it. But at the same time, it's, like, now it's to a point where I associate the American flag with, like, so much fuckery, so much fuck shit that I'm, like, I don't even want to represent that shit. I'll put up a fucking uh, Pistons flag or a Lions flag or some shit, and I'm 
I'm good. Like that's gonna be it. Nah, I'm I'm straight. So I I was just you know looking like flag. I was looking like for tank tops, you know, <laughs> sleeveless shirts and shit. And I was finding cheap shit to have. Like so I'm like fuck, I'm not wearing none of that shit, dude. I don't want nothing. Like dude. I'm trying to be suns out, guns out, and they right. got nothing but fucking <laughs> American flag cutoffs. Are <sighs> oh, y'all yeah. bigging that up? I'd rather buy one of y'all flag shirts. Shit, <laughs> we get a Mexican mm-hmm. flag shirts. <laughs> I will rock that. Take that bitch to a Trump rally and rock a Mexican shirt. <laughs> Man, Fuck the I would luck or something Mexican. Throw fucking I got a I got some pesos right now. If I had a chance to throw him in his ass, I would. Just throw random pesos at him. He shit. probably don't even know what it is. He just don't want them there for no reason. He probably don't even know what the fuck that shit look like. But um <laughs> like it, it also made me think too, like it's interesting to me where, uh, like, if you like at a game and shit, and somebody kneels, uh, not even kneels, but just like a fan doesn't stand for the anthem, and like you'll have like you'll see like Snapchat videos of some person just throwing throwing their drink on them or some shit like that, and it surprised me because I kind of feel like more often than not, white people are scared of black people, largely. Like, I mean, what happened to the world where they cross the street when they see a black person coming, Duh. and I'm like. Man, they're like they're so brazen right now, and I'm like, it makes me wonder. Like, like I'm waiting for. Like, I feel like that day is gonna come. Like, I haven't been to a game yet of any sort since. Uh, since. Well, no, I mean, I've been to a couple Tigers games since, but it wasn't really. I mean, nothing really happened. Like, I, and I didn't kneel. I just stayed in my seat. Nothing happened. But like, I feel like now it's like super hot. So I'm like, if I do that shit like at a Red Wings game, like, what would happen? Like, Man. will one of them have the nerve to come up to me and throw their beer in my face or some shit like that? Dog, it's <laughs> I so... I can't even imagine. It's so going down. Like, <laughs> only time I think I would be hesitant if I was at a game, if only if I had went and I got, like, job tickets. So, it was like, something would affect my job or some shit or mm-hmm. some shit. Come. But, dog, if I'm on my own, dog, you throw a beer at me, dog. Oh, shit, I'm about to pop off, dog. I can't even imagine. Somebody, I some can't. fuck... And it, it, it'd be women, too, dog, to be doing that shit. Like I can't imagine like pull up pull up Snapchat. We're about to do we're gonna throw a beer in that nigger's face and, and we're gonna put it on Snapchat. Pull it they up. Go, they go they go <laughs> they go do that shit until you swing on it, then they go fucking uh cry and shit. Like you like you started the shit. Every time I've seen some white women on some shit acting out, like and then as soon as the person, you know, retaliates on them, they they cry victim and shit like they wasn't doing shit in the wrong in the first place. I just hope I'm never in that 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 situation. I just hope to God I'm not. Would dude. you feel bad about punching a bitch in the face for throwing a drink on you for sitting for the flag? Like I I I kind of feel like I wouldn't. I, like, I'm leaning like if towards, I literally punched her in the face, I'm leaning like, towards. You know what? It's like I don't never want to hit a woman, dude. But I don't I just either. Feel like, but I, I'm like I, I feel like the, you threw I a beer. You threw about a beer that. on me, and I knew why you threw a beer on me because you exactly. think my my race ain't shit. Exactly. It, I, like if you just threw a beer on me and I didn't like it was just like whatever. Like I'm like okay, let me chill out. But if I like if that's why, like I know that's why, like. I don't know if I'm going to feel bad about blowing your shit out. I, I really feel like I'm not going to feel bad. But if I felt like if you did anything worse, if you spit in my area or some shit, I don't. I, at that point, I lo- I'm losing it. I'm, I'm probably, totally losing it. I'd probably chill if it was. I still would probably chill if a woman did it. Like, I, I don't know. I'd probably still, yeah, because I, oh. I'd probably still chill. Like, I think man, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards I probably would chill. But it would take a it would take a little bit to get me to, to straight just punch a chick. Yeah, but, but I if a guy did it, dumb, if a guy did it, oh, I'm done. I'm 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 up. If a guy did it, it's a wrap. I'm up. I'm it up. It is There's, a wrap. It's not too much. It's yeah, I'm up. So I'm punch yeah. him in the throat, dog. Oh, yeah, like he's catching it's, it. it's a wrap. He's catching it, dog. He's got I, it for sure. And I just I don't know, man. I just like you know, 
let me be. If I don't want to stand for your fuck ass anthem, your fuck ass <laughs> shit, cool. Don't don't bother me. <laughs> and you realize the fact that you just threw a drink in my face. It just serves to prove the point that I shouldn't be standing for that shit. Yeah, that's the reason why you're 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 fully fully showing why I should I shouldn't kneel I shouldn't stand and I should fuck around and beat the shit out you and probably your homeboy for for looking at me too. Like, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's like that's what I I I really wonder about going because you know I want to go to a, a Red Wings or Pistons game or. You know, back you know, I always I, I'm always going to at least I've been at least a Tigers game once every year, so I'm just yeah. I've I just don't want to. I just don't want to. I, I don't want to have to deal with that shit, dog. But I will. Yeah, I've been to two Tigers games since this whole kneeling thing popped off, and the first time I was like up in the like it was some work shit, and I was like up in the fucking rafters, and nobody was paying attention. I think somebody, I think uh, I caught a couple people looking, but. I was sitting there chilling. The other times when we went and we were the complete opposite. We were like right there on the fucking third base line. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple rows back from uh, third base. And got to get those tickets <clears throat> again. Shit. I just sat there and nothing happened. But I mean, but like I was saying before we started recording, though, I've been doing that. <laughs> like I've been anti standing for the anthem for a long time. I, I said I was the hipster of uh the hipster of anthem sitting because I was like I, I was doing it before it was cool. Right. But it's because I always I, hey, before y'all niggas was talking about it. I had this because shit. I never understood what the what the purpose of taking your hat off is. Like I mean I get it for what they say, but I'm like in the practical sense like. What does the showing of my scalp prove? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, like I get the. I don't know. I, does it go back to just like, etiquette shit? I don't. I yeah, mean, I mean it does, but it's like I still don't get why. But though. the practicality of it, like, no. okay, so what is it about my covered head that is uh improper? So I'm like, until I get a good, an- my whole thing was before that was like, until I get a good answer for that, I'm not gonna take my hat off. And I, I don't know. I sometimes I would stand, but I never took my hat off. And Eventually, I was just like, I don't even feel like like it was like a thing of just like I don't feel like standing up because I never looked at it as like fuck the flag or fuck the anthem or nothing like that. It was I just, just like, why do I got to do it? Yeah, why yeah. I got to stand up? I don't feel like it. I'm and just gonna sit down. Like I'm gonna keep. And I never tweeting. and I've never never at one point thought like am I di- why am I, I'm I'm disrespecting like what mm-hmm. am I disrespecting like whatever yeah I don't so, know I think I've stood I've stood just to not deal with the BS but I've always always wondered like why the fuck am I even standing for this shit. So yeah, I, I I get that, I get that. So, so um, we got a few emails to run through. Like we got five from Baylor and then one other one, and I kind of want to breeze through them because we got some topics that I kind of want to talk about. And we've been off for two weeks, so we kind of got a lot to cover. Um, so I don't want it to this to be another three hour podcast with no guests. So <laughs> I'm like, uh, let's try to breeze through it a little bit. But we got all these ones from Baylor since we didn't record last week, so. Uh, let's let's plow you through those. You want to try to answer those as we go through them, just so we. I mean, if yeah, I play I play one it. and we'll answer it. But we, I mean, if it's something that we don't have to go too in depth about, we won't. But you know, let's play it, see what we got to say, and then move to the next one and try to breeze through them as quickly as possible. That's all good. Hey, what up, though? So y'all, hey, we still talking about that Kaepernick shit, right? Uh, hey, no, to uh, to old to Oda's point, there. Well, and to Mike's point, there were. It was a few teams that he could have definitely started for, like outright started. No competition, no none of that. And that was that was the Dolphins. I mean, I did watch Trubisky in, in college, um, 
So I figured they would have, sooner or later, they would have gave him a chance in Chicago, and he just picked up his first W. So Trubisky is nice. So I wouldn't have been mad at Chicago, although, you know, if they wanted him to just, you know, learn the plays or sit out for a year, then Kaepernick could have started there. Um, the Jets, even though the Jets is doing somewhat decent, I still would take Kaepernick over there at the Jets. Now, car by car going down, um, I'm taking, I'm definitely taking Cap over EJ, uh, but that's if, you know, if he's still in the league at the time. Um, I understand why teams is not going to pick him up and start him immediately because, hell, shit, the nigga don't know, you know, the offense, play, the offensive plays and things like that, yet and still, and he, played a while. he is capable of backing up anybody and yeah most of the teams he would have been a backup on and would have had to wait till a fucked up injury or something like that happened but there are still mm, two to three teams that he could definitely start for right now even though like jay color oh sorry ass over there in miami he could start cap could start for miami um the jets that's a toss-up because mccown is not he's not bad it's just no, I'm taking. I would take Cap over him, and then maybe you know I'm. I'm just not. I'm not counting the injuries right now. I'm just saying who can he can just start for it. And the Cleveland Browns, they're kind of like in the same. They're they're kind of like in the same situation as the Bears. Like they drafted a rookie that they want. They they you know they want to, you know, eventually become the starter there, uh, but it was rushed. So. I don't know. I, I, I want to assume that it's like it's timing. So, if, like Mike's saying, if he was already in the league, like if he was still in the league, then it's definitely like two or three teams that he could start for because they would have set those rookies down for a while. But coming off an of injury, shit, he could start for damn near. He could damn near start for anybody, really. You know what I mean? Like, and, and right now, if you want to fast forward uh, up till today, I think it's a matter of. I still want him to. I still want to see him play because I like to see like petty shit. I would like to see him come uh, and play for our organization and and maybe win a few games or meaningful games. You know what I mean? Like if he got if he came aboard right now and the Steelers signed him and knowing how bad uh, Big Ben has been playing, and but if they was somewhat and still like playoff contention or wild card contention and he got hurt and then cap came along and actually won a few games to help them get to the playoffs i would like to see some shit like that but that's that's a long shot but yeah man no, he's still I, you know i don't know if he's like still in shape or whatever and he's waiting on the call but i still want to see it you know what i'm saying i actually the, the overall thing that i want to see i want to see him become you know the face of the players union if they ever get one like the nba you know, that's my take. All right, y'all. It's, my, it's, it's BTG. And I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't have any feedback for this particular show. That's because I thought you niggas was going to take like two weeks off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I was going to let some shit, you know, stir up until like next week. You know, NBA started this week and we're in the middle of the football season and shit like that. You know, ain't too much happened until like yesterday. All right. Oh man! And yesterday, did y'all see? Did y'all see Ben Simmons play? That was so refreshing. I've been waiting to see this nigga. Man, god damn it! About goddamn time. That's who I really wanted over there in the Lakers uniform. But you know, you know the 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 uh, 
the lottery balls didn't fall our way or whatever. But I've been waiting to see this nigga play in the NBA for two years. Like, it's about goddamn time. That's refreshing. But at the same damn time, we've seen Hayward go down. we just seen Jeremy Lin go down. God, dog, that sucks. All right, y'all. Um, the only thing I really want to say about that is that since that time, more teams have entered into a space where they could stand to get a quarterback and still nothing's happened. I saw an article yesterday, though, where like his agent said that he expects him to sign within the next 10 days. And I'm like, that just sounds like just an agent saying shit. I don't I, I honestly don't see him playing this season, Mm-mm. but I really rather I would rather the collusion case get really really far and really you know really good and even if he don't win i feel like it's going to expose a lot of teams for the fuck shit they were doing to avoid signing him mm-hmm. you know so i don't know i mean for him i would hope that he would be able to play i don't see it happening but if i had to choose one i would rather just the message of how fuck how how fucked up these teams are actually gets across and it, it exposes a lot of these teams you know some people were saying that you know it's going to really be hard for you know them to prove collusion, but I mean I don't think so. With all the the caliber of of backup players and shit, I mean QBs and shit, some starters who are fucking trash right now. Um, I think it's gonna be a strong case. And like I said, even if he loses, I think it's gonna expose a lot of teams. So I'm actually just looking forward to that. I mean it'd be dope if you get to play, but I'm more so looking forward to this case to be you know uh, opened up a lot more and uh, talked about. So ever when uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt too. Yeah. Like they were talking about like, oh, maybe the Packers will sign him and like whoever I can't remember who it was, but somebody on the Packers organization, the coach. And, it was the coach. I think it was yeah, the coach. Yeah, GM was like offended. Like, how dare you suggest we sign Kaepernick? We we got our quarterback shit together. Like, okay, why are you offended? But um <clears throat> I guess real quick we could talk a a very, very short portion of NBA shit since he mentioned it. Uh cause he mentioned Ben Simmons and like Ben Simmons had a good game against the Pistons. It was one of the Pistons uh losses so far this year. And uh, like five and four, five and three, three. Yeah. And uh, I have no idea what happened last night against the Lakers. I just know we lost. But um, I know yeah, the I Lakers have lost, had. I think they were down. I mean, end up, the end score ended up being down 20. That doesn't really have that doesn't really show how the game went, though. And I didn't see any of it. So um, I don't know. It's one of those weird games where you figure they would they would get whooped by go to state, which they won. And then, you know, mop up the Lakers, which they lost. So that was their only loss in the, in the road in trip. The, yeah. Which was yeah. like interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Itself. I didn't, I didn't see a, ca- a game cap or nothing like that. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I don't either, but I mean, they go lose games. I mean, yeah, exactly. So. And that's, that's, that's the main point is that they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to lose games. So I'm not going to be like pissed about that or anything like that. And the, the Lakers I mean, they're are playing some good solid teams. As fuck though, man. Yeah. And the Lakers, so. are, the Lakers are three and four. Like, so like the Lakers are, they're playing decent. Like I'm not going to, you know, feel any kind of way about that. Having a three and one road. If you have a four game West coast road trip and it's the Timberwolves, uh, who's the second team? Fuck. It was another good team. They didn't play Milwaukee at Milwaukee. No, no, it was a, the West coast trip. It no, was, I'm sorry. Yeah. West uh, it was Minnesota, Sacramento? No, they play. No, they won. They, no, they play was, Sacramento Saturday. Oh, the Clippers. The it Clippers. Was Sacramento, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers. To come out of that three, three and one with only the loss to the Lakers, like that was the the Clippers' first loss. Obviously, the Warriors are the, the champs. So, like, you know, like that was an impressive fucking road trip. So, and to, and to add to it, Cleveland playing like shit. So that's a plus. Yeah. So we're sitting at five and three. So I'm happy about that. Uh, that was a good, a very good road trip. Some very good wins, so I'm happy about that. So 
right now I'm, I'm pleased with my team. I'm not expecting much, but uh, so far so good. Uh, so let me pull up his uh, his next uh, his next message. This one's called NBA and Shady, so I'm guessing it has to do with maybe the uh, uh, I don't know Eminem at the uh, at the palace at maybe? the palace no, for the well, opener. Well, the palace, but, but yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> we both said it sounds like the palace, though not shit. the palace. But. Oh, that's gonna take a while to get over. Just because, like, I've been a Pistons fan since I was six, right? Which is the first year that they played at the palace. So, like, the entirety of my fandom, they played at the palace. Been the palace. So, so it's gonna be tough for me to shake that. But I might just call it the palace and say, it's, fuck "Yeah, it. it's gonna be tough for me to shake it." But I'm, I'll, not, I'll, I'm, I'm not calling it LCA Arena. Yeah, I, I might get there eventually, but we'll see. <laughs> you know what? what up, though? So look, the thing about the Eminem um, cipher, and then oh, the uh, cipher. Thing about the NBA players is that I like Eminem got a lot of backlash from from the black camp. You know what I'm saying? Some of us was for it. Some of us wasn't because, and I don't think you know they they wasn't that really like on Eminem's head about it. It was just that. They were saying, well, my son, you know, spit something, you know what I'm saying? Or if someone else uh, of our, you know, background would have spit something like that, it would have been overlooked, which is kind of true. But at the same time, we we are talking about Eminem here. So it's not like Eminem has a stupid amount of fans. He took one of the biggest hiatus, like, in, in history besides Pac. If niggas still think Pac is alive and he come back. <laughs> but... You know, Eminem left on, he left uh, he, he left a long time ago. <laughs> he left a long time ago, but we still know who he is. Hell, he's still arguably in the discussion of being one of the top lyricists of all time. And it's like, when he says something, we're going to listen because we don't hear him often. And so the fact that he, what he said, how he said it, and who he is, I mean, you got you to gotta add all that in. First of all, he's white. He went against all the Trump supporters, and he's been gone for a long time, and he has a huge platform, whether he drops an album or not, which he is about to drop another album. That may play in, you know, play into it, of course, but he still didn't have to say what he This goes back to the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah, he, I mean, Aaron Rodgers said he didn't have to say it. You know, uh, same with Eminem. He didn't have to, but I don't think I don't think majority of what he said had to do with uh, his album coming out. Uh, because the last couple albums you had was pretty terrible. I mean, well, not terrible, but it wasn't wasn't what we was used to. But we still wait. Anytime that man opens up his mouth, we're going to listen. You know what I'm saying? That's one giant that you don't want to wake up and you don't want to piss off. And a lot of people just felt like they was just it was just too much black pride. Like, well, all my black artists and niggas been saying this shit for years, and they don't get the same recognition and same type of love. And I'm like, that might, that might be true, but uh, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, hearing it from, we've been waiting for somebody on, you know, a, a, you know, in the white race to speak up and say something that powerful. You know what I'm saying? What Aaron Rodgers said wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? What Eminem said, I like. And and it was more than that. It was just this nigga finally came out in cipher and he spit something. So it, that was something for hip hop as well. Now, as far as the NBA players and shit like that, man, you know, we know Bron is, Bron is with the shit, but I think, like, 
Look, man, at, at the end of the day, we dominate the NBA. We at, we actually dominate the NFL. But niggas is not getting paid the same. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like in the NBA, you don't really need everybody to nil. You just need the main head. You need the head honchos. You need the cats who already got deals, who already got, you know, who's not afraid. I mean, look, come on, man. LeBron is a damn near a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? So he taking me, ain't, nothing is going to affect him. We got a lifetime contract with Nike. You know, and even if even if he did nil, Nike is not taking nothing away. Hell no. They just now sponsored the NBA or whatever. They're making the jerseys. And they're not about to fire. They they fired LeBron James. Oh, my nigga. They fire, hey, think about this, though. This would be crazy. They, if they let go, if they terminate LeBron James' contract and that nigga go signs with LeVar Ball, <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about a race war? I mean, this shit would be crazy. But I don't, like I said, man, what Cap is doing, like, I, you know, I love it. What LeBron is doing, I love it. But if niggas really want to make a statement or whatever, not even the young cats. Young cats, I understand. You got to go get your money. But this is where change come from. You got to sacrifice some shit. And until the main head honcho sit down and don't do anything, I want a nigga to show up to the game and then don't play. Like, and like, we just, just out of nowhere, get it, you know, go through the whole starting lineup and shit like that, and people cheering and shit, and then come tip off, he just go sit down and put his warm up on. <laughs> the day that happens is the day change happens. I promise you. I promise you. Because all these owners, only thing they worried about is that bread. They only worried about that money. And if your horses don't go out there and run, they don't make that bread. I don't care what type of replacement players you get. We're not about to see. We're not about to check out all these rookies or these replacement players. It's not about to happen. NFL or basketball. You know, if the basketball players take a stand, we're going to take a stand with them. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know, man. I don't. The boycotting fans boycotting is not gonna work. I mean, unless you boycotting the right way, which is not going to the games, not purchasing tickets, and, and not purchasing uh, apparel and shit like that. But you know, not watching the games is not gonna hurt them niggas. It's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? And it's really not gonna hurt until the players actually do something. If you want change, it starts with the players. It don't start with the fans. Unless all everybody in the world is just say. You know what? Let's just not do anything. That's not going to happen. Let's be realistic. You know what I'm saying? We waiting for change. You got to wait for these players to do it. Or vote me in. <laughs> so, you uh, uh, you want to go? Or? No, go ahead. Okay, so... So, for the... So, have another cigar while you talk. So, for the, for, for the whole Eminem uh, comment or topic... I don't... <sighs> You can't blame Eminem or any ho- any high profile uh, artists for them being so high profile that their message is being taken and a lesser person message isn't being taken. That doesn't make sense. Out of people who actually listen to fub or really into hip hop, who do you, who thinks who know who know who the fuck my son is or whatever the fuck his name is. Who? Did the guy he said I think he said my son my he said it was an artist my son. I think he was like a I swear he was like a bad boy or somebody related to like like uh um 
what's the mace or something whatever he is he's a, a rapper that has no fucking uh platform at all so you can have people who who's making noise about uh political shit but if nobody knows about them you why you can't get mad because their profile their their platform is shitty like that don't make sense to be mad that a, a low profile person was saying the same shit and they didn't get any play but one of the most prolific uh artists in hip-hop history speaks and you're mad because people are taking his word or listening to him that don't make fucking sense it makes no fucking sense that you could be upset at that shit one two i and we and we spoke about this before if anybody should have been you know uh giving trump his shit it should have been white people but it's like we want white people to talk about how fucked up trump is. no 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 not eminem though another other white person or some shit like that shit don't make sense to me dude you can't you can't be mad at the guys using his celebrity his celebrity status to to go against the president which everybody fucking hates mm-hmm. i don't get it that's just stupid as fuck to me and then i didn't see too much backlash but some of the backlash i saw was kind of like how dare he come out the woodwork considering his lyrics so i don't know whatever the fuck but he didn't come out the woodwork this motherfucker's been he had a whole rail against bush like he, he talked shit about bush jr too yeah it's not like he was like literally waking from the dead and just all of a sudden just started saying this shit to one fucking president yeah he's no, been he's doing not. this he's been doing this shit and i just don't understand how do you how do you put his his celebrity status against him though like that's the yeah. shit that I don't even understand. I mean, I seen a few, but I seen a few people with those dumbass hot takes. But you know, it's that shit. I don't get it. Like you know, you you want people to use their celebrity status to to make a difference, but you don't want certain people to use theirs. Like I don't. That's just dumb as fuck, dude. Dumb as fuck. Um, All right. And I think to a, I think to a second point, you know, uh, you know, talking about. Um, LeBron and thing, it's the same, the same concept. Like, if say random ass bitch player for <laughs> shit, whoever team, bitch player, bitch player. I'm oh, sorry. bench. Oh, like, yeah, why they gotta I'm be sorry. bitches? <laughs> random ass sub, like third string bench player for whoever team decides to want to start kneeling. Okay, it may, it may get noticed because you can't do this shit in a, in NBA period, but. Same thing as 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 Eminem, a bigger profile person does it, and it's going to make more waves. So it's like you you know is that's what's going to happen. It's just how it fucking is. So I don't know, man. I I I would be curious to see you know how um and it hasn't happened really. It hasn't happened yet anyway. The NF, uh, NBA you know the, been in almost a, a a few weeks now and stuff. So um I'd be curious to see um their whole how, if they decide to do any protest or anything like that but i mean if it ain't doesn't look like it if it ain't nothing but if if, if it ain't uh if anything but kneeling it ain't shit this whole lock irons bullshit is uh bullshit bullshit <laughs> and then you know either so you're familiar are you familiar with the uh the story of the the uh houston texas owner uh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah so you know he said all this bullshit about the inmates can't take over the fucking prison and shit like that and obviously he probably has racist tendencies and shit so all of the players for that game they kneel oh for real the next game my thing is what the fuck you kneeling for you're not kneeling because of a kaepernick's fucking cause you're kneeling to spike the fucking uh uh the owner Mm -hmm. my thing is don't use don't use 
the symbol that Kaepernick has been using for police brutality to kneel despite your fuck ass owner. Mm-hmm. I think it was just it was it was it was. I don't think they should have did it. I, the kneel it wasn't because of the cause. The kneel is because y'all mad at y'all racist ass owner, which ain't got shit to do with the whole cause. So mm-hmm. you can kneel, but your kneeling don't mean shit because you're just trying to spite the owner. If you want to do something to spite his ass, sit the fuck out. But don't kneel and fake like you, uh, you know, because none of y'all motherfuckers is really kneeling for the actual cause and shit. Right. You just kneeling because of your owner trash. So, yeah, I, I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. I don't, I didn't take their kneeling as any kind of form of protest because of the cause that people have been protesting. Y'all just sick of y'all fucking Donald Sterling ass football <laughs> owner and shit. So, no, I thought that shit was whack, so. <clears throat> so his next one is called M is M. Hey, what I, oh, I was saying is, I know it's a lot of feedback. <laughs> I don't care, nigga. Uh, Eminem losing fans, that don't matter. That don't. That doesn't. It doesn't. It's not even a scratch. First of all, with our with our backing, meaning the black folks, even the ones who said, you know, who was not, they wouldn't necessarily. Look, a lot of black people wouldn't necessarily against the cipher. They was just. Like I said, they were just too pro-black to where they didn't want to accept it because they felt like the message had already been said. Did he realize he but, just left the nigga, message? Nigga, we co-signed similar for him and then... Was that? That's how I wonder, did he realize his last message was, like, similar to that, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> it does not matter who or who, any other race that left his, you know, fan base or whatever, that shit don't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. Why? He drop an album, we still gonna check for it. The nigga drop a mixtape, we still gonna be checking for it. Like, what he said, even if he did lose a large amount, I mean, I don't think it's going to bother. It's not going to matter at all. And that's why I think he did it, because he doesn't care. At his point in his career, like, I mean, we're talking about Eminem here. I, I, I mean, I understand he has a large white fan base. I get it. But he could, I mean, he could have, his white fan base could be triple the amount compared to the black fan base. But that small little black fan base that he, and it's not even a small fan base, but compared to the white fans that he got, we're more powerful, way more powerful. Like, we sign off on Eminem, everybody gonna sign off on Eminem. Like, we make shit cool, period. You know what I'm saying? It's not a white rapper that's gonna come out or whatever, and it's going to be popular, and we don't sign off for him. If we don't sign off for him, the nigga's not going to be that hot. He's not going to be Eminem hot. I mean, this nigga Eminem, and he does get, like, he doesn't get to be, I think he is the most, I think he sold the most records ever. I mean, I don't think anybody even comes close to him. I think after him is like Kanye and then Jay-Z or whatever, and them niggas is like, they not they don't come close to how many records he have sold. So you don't do that without the white fan base and and the others. <laughs> but definitely, I don't think he even gets there if we don't sign off on him. Period. I don't think if Eminem comes out as a white rapper or whatever, and and you know we and we don't sign off on him, I don't think he gets to where he you know where he needs to be. I mean, skill wise and everything. I think because of hip hop, we can. We dominate hip hop. We say who should be in and who shouldn't be in. Uh, well, now it's wide open, but nah, man. I mean, Eminem losing a large fan base, which would probably be white and or other. That shit ain't gonna matter, nigga. Eminem is Eminem. That nigga is gonna be. He gonna be top five. Everything. Everything. 
no matter his race, no matter what he say. Well, no, he can't say he can't, <laughs> he can't say anything anti anti pro black. But other than that, yeah, that nigga is gonna be top five all time. Well, in, in some cases, he ain't in my top five. But that nigga top five work. <laughs> It's interesting to say all that and be like, well, he ain't in my, he ain't top, my five. top five. But I mean, I think he's just kind of reiterating what he said before. And, you know, I guess I, I don't really have nothing else to add to it. And I, you know, I agree. So his next one is about the deuce, which um, I know we both watch. Uh, so, I mean, if you're not a watcher of the deuce and you are interested in watching it, maybe you want to skip this portion. I, I don't know. But give it, us give us five minutes. But uh, <laughs> it may or may not have spoilers, but. I guess we'll see. Uh, and if you are afraid of spoilers, maybe don't listen. Oh, and another thing. Hell yeah, hey, this feed, hey, it's going to be feedback whenever you niggas come back. Hey, now, so someone was telling me about the deuce prior to when y'all started talking about it, but I'm going to give y'all credit because y'all been most consistent on the show and talking about it. So I've been, I, I'm, I don't like to... I'm the type that like to binge on shows or whatever. I'll catch up, but for the most part, I'll let about five or six episodes go by before I really get into it. So I was listening to the, you know, of course I listen to y'all show every, you know, every time it drops. So, you know, I was hearing things and hearing y'all talk about it, but I knew I wasn't going to get into it on purpose. Kind of like the Game of Thrones shit. Like, I'm way behind on that, but I'm definitely going to love it. I, I mean, even though I've heard people say do not binge on Game of Thrones, this is what this is what they say. Don't, don't come for me. But they've said don't binge on it. I don't know why I wouldn't, but okay, whatever. I'm still going to do it. Um, but that's the type of, uh, that's how I watch shows, like, if it's not one of my one of my staple shows or one of my go-tos, then I'll let that shit go by for like, you know, six or seven shows so I can binge on it and catch up. It helps me because I get to, you know, remember the characters better and get familiar and things like that. So the deuce is definitely yo, like I was saying, HBO and Netflix, this is like hey, this is like uh Bad Boy versus Death Row. <laughs> this shit is this shit is cracking. Netflix out of you know, they need to step it up, man, because HBO is coming with it. The Deuce is, that shit is cool, man. I really like the Deuce. My favorite character, though, I mean, we only, I think, what, we're about five, maybe six episodes in. Um, well, by the time y'all come back and record, we probably be about six or seven episodes. But my favorite character, as of right now, five episodes in, is Rudy. You gotta like Rudy. That nigga... I've barely seen that nigga blink. He always looked like he's tired and high, but like that nigga presence is like so mafia-ish. That shit is crazy. I mean, I, I, cause you know I love mafia movies. I love the seventies vibe, period. And that nigga is like that nigga look like, and he always, he, you know, sometimes he references boss like, you know, it's, it's from up, it's from you know upper management or whatever. That nigga seemed like he knows how to dismantle a body and know where to put it at <laughs> but not even touch it <laughs> so that's my favorite character rudy and uh i gotta figure out which pimp i like is it i like the white boy <laughs> <laughs> i like pimps man that shit just be funny the way them niggas talk but uh it's a lot of fucking on this goddamn show them niggas be having that shit crazy so good show good fun i'm giving all the credit to y'all though 
You know what I'm saying? The Dukes, I'm talking that up to the What Up Though Boys. All right. Good job. Good job. Because we was at the forefront. <laughs> I was telling people, like, if you like The Wire, if you one of those people that are like, oh, The Wire's my favorite show of all time, well, that 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 creator is back, so you might want to watch this. Yeah, I'm behind, behind a few episodes, but it's solid as fuck, man. It's one of the better uh, um, series I've seen in a while. Um, oh, I, I was just trying to figure out who the fuck was Rudy. <laughs> the yeah. mic is nowhere near you. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, Rudy's I was the, the the mob guy. Yeah, I just I just looked it up. Yeah, Rudy is cool. I don't know if I have a favorite um, character. I have a favorite character. Uh, Although what's the um, Black Thought's character is pretty funny. That uh, so it is Black Thought. I thought it was Black Thought. Yeah. You told me it wasn't. You told me it was. No, you said it was Knife Wonder, and I was like, no, Oh it's my not. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So I got it confused <clears throat> then. So I, I was right, but I had the names wrong. So it is Black Thought. It is Black Thought. But you uh, said you, you told me it was. No, I thought you told me it was uh, you, Chris from The Wire. No, that's the other one. He's another one. He. He's the uh, he's the one that has um, the black girl, and then she the one that sent the black girl back to go get more. Oh, Larry! I believe that's him. Oh, okay. That's Chris from the Wire. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I called him. I called him Ninth Wonder, but I meant Black Thought. Yeah. Same okay. Person, so I was yeah. okay. So same I was person, right then. Yeah. Okay. Just, just different actors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Because every week I've been looking, I'm like, that don't look like Chris from the Wire. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I really think I've been, every week I've been, I really think that's Black Thought, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Black Thought. I like his character, although he doesn't get he doesn't get as much as far as on the like pimp scene and shit mm-hmm. you know but you know the random conversations i've seen i mean i think what episode are you on i don't know the number oh okay. um the episode i'm on is when they are trying to they got the uh the, the whole house okay. uh built and ready and they go to the barbershop trying to uh i think that's the, about like five or six yeah they're trying to get like the, the pimps to uh the buy-in on the shit okay. so yeah it's like yeah. five or six so my yeah. favorite character is cc and he hasn't even he's barely been in it CC is which one? He was the pimp in the very first episode. The, the, uh, the cut, cut the, the chick the arm, cut the arm armpit. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where I've seen him from. I don't know what though. I, but, uh, I ain't seen him from nothing. I, I looked him up too. I really, don't even recognize yeah, maybe, name. Maybe not then. But maybe not. But he, yeah. he's my favorite character. Yeah, I, he's, uh, I can't really say why, but I don't know. I feel like he's, I feel like he's the type to like do some crazy shit. That's I mean, gonna be like he's gonna be the one. I mean, that's other gonna, than gonna do something, be like, oh shit. Other than you know, uh, c- c- cut his uh chick's underarm with a razor. I mean, shit. I don't know if it's gonna get too much crazier than that. But uh, I I, I just, can say it does, but not with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched. So the se- for for the listeners, the season is over. The last ep- it's only eight episode season. The last episode aired this past Sunday. I have not watched the finale yet, so I'm only through. I've only watched the. So all, uh, there's seven. no more airings. No. Everything is air. Okay. Yeah. So there, I've only watched the fir- seven of the eight. But um, <laughs> the seventh one ended with a banger, though. The oh, seventh okay. one ended like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see uh, how things pan out with the uh, um, the officer, D'Angelo. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, the, I call uh, him D'Angelo, yeah. too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and the reporter and shit. But, yeah, I, I, I solid, like I say, solid shit. Now I gotta see if I really want to keep uh, HBO. What's anything else gonna be on HBO now? Because I feel like I don't have nothing else to watch on HBO. HBO is at the point where they always got something popping at this point. So like, the Deuce is over. 
it's November right now. Westworld is probably going to come back soon. I would imagine January, February. Uh, so I'm I'm with Westworld. That season two is coming soon. Game of Thrones is probably gonna is probably gonna come back in 2018. And I'm sure they'll po- get something else popping off. There's probably something else that's good that's gonna have another season coming up that I'm not thinking of. But like HBO is to the point where I'm not like just gonna have it just for Game of Thrones. Like there's too much other shit. And then even if and when they put out new shit, it's usually solid. So I'm just Man, gonna keep I HBO indefinitely. So fucking behind on other shows. I haven't even. I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck's going on um, with uh, what's a Batman show? Gotham. Uh, Gotham. I can't I believe you said can... Batman show and couldn't think of the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would have came if I would have said Gotham. Like Batman. Uh, uh, I'm so behind with Gotham. Um, I almost got caught up on Gotham today, so I am up. To, it airs Thursday, so I haven't. When y'all hear this, it will be Thursday. I haven't started watching uh, the Defenders. I haven't started that either. I haven't started that. Um, I do dumb shit like I go back and start spending my time, my free time, watching old shows or like, watching The Wire again. Well, I'm <laughs> done with that for a good while now. I, I think I got my fix a while. I'm like, I'm. I started. The office back, and I'm in. I'm in the third <laughs> season already, so yeah, I, I've been doing silly shit like that, like you know. So yeah, and that's a classic show. It's just, it's just funny working in the office and just you know, kind of being relate, kind of being able to relate, but not really. But yeah, it's just a funny show. So um, yeah, I spend my time doing that without instead of watching the shows I really watch. I started uh, was it Mr. Robot. Yeah. Never got through the first season. <laughs> uh, I can't think of. I've started something else. I'm I fully caught up on that now after today. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, an episode. Actually, it's 11 o'clock right now. So, a, a new episode just ended. So, I'm not technically not technically caught up. at this moment. But right. yeah, at this very moment, I'm not caught up. But prior prior to us starting the podcast, I was caught up. Yeah. So I so, need to. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know where episode I left off at. That. That was just when I found out that I could stream on. I started watching Mr. Rowe, Mr. Rowe when I found out I could stream Amazon. And then from there, just I started. I think I got through like four or five episodes. Well, it's on season three now. So that's how far you got to go. And the fourth episode aired tonight. Oh, okay. So um, the next thing is a quick email from Francis, who I can't remember. I can never remember his fucking Isn't Twitter like name. Francis 313 or I think it something is, like yeah. that. And I don't see us. his Twitter name, but I just remember him like something like to that. I have an email saved from him from January <laughs> that's about the food podcast, uh, and I'm just sitting on it, like, waiting for us to actually do it so I can read it. his email. So, it. like, it's sitting there chilling, so whatever it we do the podcast. might be on the anniversary of his email. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, like, skip the, his email's from January 25th. Like, just do whatever that day is, just do <laughs> it. I just do the food podcast on January 25th. But uh, he sends in a real quick email that Baylor should enjoy. It's literally, like, three sentences. The subject is, man, fuck The Walking Dead. (laughs) He said, that's all I got. Fuck The Walking Dead. My wife has me watching this shit as I type this. Fuck this show. Love the podcast, guys. (laughs) That's the end of it. That's awesome, dude. That's the end of it. Man, The Walking Dead is such fucking trash. Walking Dead is currently on right now, right? Yeah, they just aired the second episode of the new season last Sunday. So is this really just that bad now? It is, dog. It's not good, man. It has every reason to be good. But the problem with The Walking Dead is that they don't give a fuck about anything about like having the show make sense. It's like 
everything is just like, what's going on here? Why would a character do that? And like weird continuity shit. Like it, it's just it's just so sloppily done. So it's like if you are watching it for anything other than just like mindless action, you're gonna be disappointed. And then often they don't even have like mindless action episodes. So if they have a deep episode, you're gonna be even more. If you're that person, you're gonna be bored. And if you're a person that's looking for something more than that, you're gonna be flat out pissed off because they like they just don't give a fuck about like wonder why, the why small it, things. Why did it get to that point? Like they just changed writers or some shit. They changed showrunners after season one, and like the showrunner, the show, the current showrunners just I think they just don't give a fuck. I think AMC don't give a fuck. Like and which is weird because it's the biggest money making show that AMC has by far. Like AMC could use like the walking dead to fund all kinds of other great shows. And like, they don't put the amount of effort into their top shows that they should. And it's just, it's just a shit show. Like, man, it's like, I watched it today. I watched the second episode today. And I was just like, it was like an all action episode, but I was just still sitting there. Like, this don't make sense. This don't make sense. I can't even tell, like it's edited sloppily. So I'm sitting there watching, like, I can't even tell who, which side is shooting at the other side. Like, I can't tell, like, what's going on within a space like like if you have like two groups of people shooting out at one another it should be fairly like intuitive like you should know like who's doing what and where they're positioned but like characters will move and i can't really tell where they're at relative to the people they're shooting at i can't tell which group is shooting at the other and then they do like weird shit by with like uh jumping between like uh not timelines but like spaces in time like they'll they'll show like something from like the future but you have to like figure out that it's from the future and it's like they do it i think they do it because they think it's fucking cool but it's like one it's very like it's it's like a trope like let's just make some shit where it's like we can show you a scene from the future and then you just gotta wonder like oh i wonder how we get to that point but it's so sloppily done that one you can't even really tell if it's from the future or the past or an alt like a dream or something like that and then like they they don't they they're sloppy with tying it together it's like it's like they try to do too much and try to be fancy, and but it's like they don't really care about making a like the fundamentals. Like I, I think would be the best part of the best way to state it. Like comparing it to like a basketball game is be like watching teams just do dunks back and forth with no defense, which is pretty much the NBA right now anyway. But like just dunks back and forth with no defense, and it's like okay, so where is defense? Where is rebounding? Where is the mid-range jumper? Where are free throws? Like where are the things that like make you a good team? Like the fundamentals. And it's like The Walking Dead is all about the dunk and the dunks and the threes and totally overlooks the things that you need to have to make a, a solid show. So it's like it's just man, it sucks, dog. Like I I'm I, I hate myself for continuing to watch it, but it's like it's the eighth <laughs> season. I'm so invested at this point. Like yeah. I wanna know what happens. But like if it gets if it gets and I keep saying I always say like if it gets to the mid season and it's still not good, I'm out. But then they always do something at the fucking midseason finale that makes you be like, shit, now I want to know what happens. So it's like they'll give you like a good premiere, a good midseason finale, a good midseason premiere, and then a good season finale. But all the episodes in between will be shitty. And it's like, man, it, but it keeps you watching. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm in a space where it's like, I feel like even the premiere was like, okay. Like it wasn't great, but it was decent. Like I, I didn't hate it. This last episode, I was like, nothing really happened here. And so I'm kind of wondering like, how are they going to play this out for the next six episodes before they hit the mid season finale? And I'm just kind of like, 
I don't know. I see myself getting more and more into a place where I'm out, but I've said that so many times before that it's like lost all meaning. So I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say it anymore. Cause I, I don't know when I'm going to be out when I'm out, I'm out and I'll say so. So the last email from Baylor is, uh, it's called mercy on Lonzo and it's from the 26th. So this is the most recent one. And, um, I'm going to guess that it's about, um, how John wall was saying he was going to like, give Lonzo Ball to work and shit like that. And it's like, okay, well, congratulations. You're going to you're gonna go you're off on a school, guy in his fourth game. You're going to school a rookie. Yeah, in his fourth game ever. Man, like, congratulations. Talking about a terrible hot take, boy. And I think they lost that game. They sure did. Washington, sure that did. is. Yeah, they did. What up, though? So, clearly, Cats is, uh, well, you know, first of all, me and O was chit-chattering for a quick second on Twitter. About the whole Lonzo and John Wall thing. Now, John Wall said he would show no mercy. Cortez sent a tweet out about two days prior to the game that John Wall would torture him for 48 minutes. Neither one of those statements were wrong. Neither one of them were stupid. Both were valid. You know, both was basketball related. Both were cool. You know what I'm saying? That's not the problem. The problem lies where... Um, the media gets a hold to it. The media hypes it up for, the, for those two or three days. And, um, you know, everything that leads up to the game, you're going to, you know, key in on those two players um, the whole game. The whole game. Now, I, you know, sometimes I indulge in the pettiness because it's like, you know, I, I sit up there and I – I, I ain't going to lie, I like to get petty sometimes. So the whole thing was John Wall was going to show up, which he was supposed to do. He was going to show up and show out against uh, a young Lakers squad and a rookie point guard. And him being a, I guess, somewhat veteran point guard, he's definitely one of the top guards in the league. He's on the MVP campaign this year. He not only want to establish himself as a top point guard, but as a top player in the league, period. And he has a skill set to do so. Um, but the thing is, like, you still got to back it up. That's it. I don't care what you say. Not all that shit is valid. Like, niggas been talking like that you know, forever. If you're a basketball player, him saying, you know, I'm going to show no mercy, and his teammates saying that, you know, he's going to torture Cats for 48 minutes, that's nothing That's nothing new, and I'm not supposed to be surprised about that. That's the thing I was talking about. I don't care what Cats say. All, everything Cats say for 82 games is valid. It's basketball. Niggas talk shit. But the thing is, you're supposed to talk that shit to every point guard. To the, you know, to the Westbrooks, to the Currys, to the Hardens, everybody. Yeah, you're supposed to talk that shit all across the board. Now, because of Lonzo and his quote-unquote target, which I'm about to get to, um, you want to go at the youngster, that's fine. This is the thing. If you go at the youngster and you and you kill him, hey, I mean, you're supposed to do that. I expect you to do that or whatever. And it's not going to be no type of sympathy or anything for the youngster because once you get drafted, you're a grown-ass man, you're in a grown league. So I expect all of that. And I've been saying before he even got drafted by the Lakers when everybody was pretty much saying he was he was going to get drafted. Like, I want that type of competition for him. He has to go through that or whatever. So the thing is, they say LeVar created this target, put it on the son's back. He makes it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger each and every game. And like, and, and so what? What else? 
this is the thing though. <laughs> this would sound this is what really is stupid. This is the main stupid thing. You're telling me this man created the target on his son's back, right? So you're telling me if he didn't do that, that the players that he go up against will play less competitive? Okay. Alright, I, I, it all makes sense now. So if you don't say anything, niggas is gonna take it easy on you. That has to be one of the dumbest <laughs> Look, I'm 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 gonna say it like this. We used to do that back in high school. We just never had social media. We would bump into niggas at house parties, bump into niggas at the mall or whatever. We know we play y'all next Friday. We gonna put up. We gonna break the. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bust the clock on y'all. Easy. You know what I'm saying? But media never got a hold to it. The shit wasn't in the headlines on the newspaper or Instagram. Uh, media takeout. None of that shit. Nobody had that. So, and but then you still have to back it up for bragging rights. So I don't get it, man. I, I I don't get it. Is it stupid? Yeah, when the media gets to it. But overall, if cats say something to each other or put, first of all, I I don't think nobody should be complaining about any of these players saying anything because if that's what's gonna get these niggas hyped up and for a better, if if you watched the game last night, you can see that it was a competitive game all last night and niggas was glued. You was either watching you you was either going back and forth from the Laker game to the Dodger game or you just glued in on the Laker game. It was very competitive. It was better than that shit that came on before that fucking boring ass San Antonio versus Miami. By far. So and we talking about a team that not supposed to make it to the playoffs. Uh, still up and coming, got young pieces. Playing against arguably what some say is the second best now because of the injury in Boston, the second best team in the East, or if not, at least top three team in the East. Okay, so I don't really care about the bulletin uh, stuff because that's shit. Niggas need that. But overall, yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. You know what I'm saying? And all this hate towards Levar, like I mean, Cass is not used to that. We've been used to it out here, so I don't. I don't really know what it, I don't really know what to say about that. You talking about a cat that could potentially get all his sons in the NBA? <laughs> Michael Jordan couldn't get he couldn't get neither one of his sons close to the NBA. But that's a whole other story, though, right? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> it was an interesting ending. Yeah, um, I mean, no, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, stop mocking me. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's really what he said, man, like. That shit's corny to me. I mean, I, I get the shit talking aspect. He didn't say it was corny, but I'm saying it's corny. I think it's corny to fucking be like, yeah, I'm going to give this fucking rookie in his fourth game. I'm going to get him work for 48 minutes. Like, okay, cool. Congratulations. What are you going to do against the uh, the elite players? You don't have nothing to say. You quiet when they play. So you really going to brag about giving the guy to work in his fourth game and then lose? I mean, congratulations. It's, it's a LeVar, uh, uh Lonzo isn't the the only fucking decent fucking rookie that came into the league is probably at least a 10 as good. And so, you know, all of them are going, you know, it's always going to be a competitive, you know what I'm saying, in, in sports period. But I don't know. I, I disagree a little bit with, with Baylor and the fact that I, his dad is definitely adding to it. Think about all of the rookies that pops don't give a fuck and ain't talking shit about that shit. No one's out there saying, oh, I'm going to go school such and such because his dad said some shit. <laughs> it's the, he's the only player that's that's getting unnecessary, maybe unnecessary attention because of his dad. I mean, but 
you know, the cool thing about uh, Lonzo is that, you know, he ain't saying shit. He's just out there playing and he's doing pretty good. And I hope he continue. But, I mean, his dad definitely adds an un- 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 unnecessary aspect to it i think but i don't know i don't really hear too i don't really hear too much about his dad as much as much as i did before the season or whatever so i mean i think i mean you know he's he's fathering good kids you know he's raising them well you know if they all want to play back you know hopefully they all really want to play basketball they push in the right direction and you know hopefully the other kids be able to you know go if that's what they want to do so um yeah i I think it's a little unnecessary though he had 13 six and three against the pistons so blah yeah, but they I won, mean, so they won. Right. But yeah, thirteen six and three against the Pistons. Bleh. The Pistons are currently sitting five and three. Uh Toronto's four and two. Washington's four and two. Orlando's five and two. Boston's five and two. So we're right there, but it's still early. So it doesn't really matter. I don't know why I made that into the Pistons to a thing about the Pistons, but I did. <laughs> so live with it and deal. So um We've uh we've spent an hour on feedback, so let's get into some of the topics we want to talk about uh, before we end up making this too long. So, uh, what did you have that you wanted to discuss? Because I imagine uh, um, probably mirror some of the things I got too. Uh, I think a lot of shit. I, I think I covered in the fucking comments. Um, I read a uh, uh read an article uh GQ uh did for Andre Three Thousand. That was pretty interesting. Um. I'm unaware. So, what was it about? Basically, just his life after music and shit. You know. So he's not making music anymore. Well, he's not as <laughs> much. I think he. From the art, he was saying he do, He was doing some producing and shit. But I think he's pretty much he 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 basically feels that you know hip hop now is a young man's game. Um, Snoop Dogg doesn't agree. He doesn't, <laughs> and I think he should agree. Uh, have you heard his last album? No. I started listening to some song. I don't know, man. I. I saw it. I think I at some point, I don't know. I, I'm, I've been a. I'm probably not a big. I'm, I'm not saying not probably. I know I'm not a bigger Snoop fan than you are, but I've been a, a big fan of Snoop, and I just feel like I don't think he he's not making peak music anymore. Um, I can I can do without full albums from Snoop. I could deal with features and shit, but I don't know. I think maybe it's time to kind of just slow it down a bit, uh, <laughs> uh, but. You know, I could I could always go for some fucking Andre 2000 features and then God uh, willing, he fuck around and make another album and shit. But from the article, though, man, he just doesn't he doesn't really seem into it. You know, he he left Atlanta. He said he really didn't feel like, you know, things are, you know, nothing was there for him anymore. His both his parents passed in the last six years. So um, where do you live at now? In Brooklyn. Oh, OK. Um, and so, you know, he, he, he said he loves just walking around the city. He's like, he doesn't have a car. He loves it. He just, you know, just living life and shit. But he, he's a, he's not a people person. Hmm. He's, you know, he's just, he, he doesn't, he's like, I think it's just the people just gets to him. Like the, the, the fame gets to him and shit, you know, interesting. He talked, he, he really praised Big Boy a lot, which I don't see him not praising Big Boy. Right. But he praised Big Boy in a way, you know, and which this is what this one point he made, which I don't know why I didn't think about it like that, but I always thought of the opposite. Like he always he say you know he praised Big Boy as being smart. Um, Andre dropped out of eleventh grade. Big Boy graduated with honors. Married his girlfriend from from high school, had kids, you know, did all of the, you know, things. But it was always seemed like 
it always seemed like they painted Big Boy as the street guy and Andre as like the the mm-hmm. the I want to say cleaner person or some shit. Yeah. But that's all I've always got that from, you know, just the way they painted that. But you know, he now <laughs> I did disagree. He felt like uh, Big Boy was the better rapper. I don't agree. Okay. But, well, that's just being yeah. Too yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's just being <laughs> real nice. So you know, that's your boy though. But I mean, it, but maybe he feels like Big Boy is the better lyricist, maybe, but not the better artist. I don't know. I'm yeah. not gonna. I didn't read the article. I'm not gonna put words in his mouth, but, but uh, yeah. So, but yeah. you know, he just he just said he's just not. He's like you know, it's not it's not for him anymore. It seemed like you know, hmm. but uh, he's just a awkward ass dude, dog. I mean, you know, he, he, wore, he wore a skirt in the music video, so <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, you know, he he has these. So in the he they were doing you know in GQ they always do some kind of like fashion por- fashion portion of it, and he has all these weird ass cut off shirts. Uh. And uh, uh, with Anita Baker on him, hmm. like he has this thing. I guess his mom really liked Anita Baker, and so he has all these things, you know, uh, like these random shirts. He's something he bought. Um, he wanted. Uh, he was listening. It's something like he was listening to her or something, and he wanted some shirts, so he ordered some like Anita Baker shirts from some random booster online or some shit. <laughs> Teespring. Yeah, and they were like <laughs> really stiff shirts, you know what I mean? And so he just started making his own like shirts of her and shit like that. Hmm. And then he was like, maybe I should just send her a check for fifty bucks. So like, hey, you know, I bought some shirts that wasn't from you, you know, blah blah blah. That's <laughs> some weird shit though, but. Yeah, I I don't know. I think you know he said uh, one thing, and I you know I could kind of sympathize with him. You know, he said he hasn't really he hasn't really dealt with his parents' deaths yet. You know, Hmm. it's like he just kind of just it's just kind of you know put to the side or whatever case. You know, you know, and so he was saying he he wasn't he didn't from the article it didn't seem like he was as close with his dad, but he was really close with his mom or whatever. And so forth, and so um, that was interesting. I kind of understood that one. Um, and then he was talking about just how the un like say unnecessary pressure that he felt his son may have, you know, being that um, you know his his dad is a famous rapper and his mom is Erica Badu and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was a cool article if you get a chance to read it. But he just, you know, he just seemed like a guy to just kind of maybe over music and just, you know, just want to live and shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Nothing, nothing too crazy. But I don't know. I, I, I always see. I, I see the thing is, especially since you know, um, the part of my the, my folks, uh, favorite group blocked me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Big Boy. I've always enjoyed Big Boy with Outkast music. I just cannot stand his solo shit. It's just never been good to me. I've always loved him on on Outkast albums though. It's just this solo shit has just been so. I don't know, man. It's just he's missing Andre mm-hmm. on all that shit, man. So yeah, it's just. I don't know. I just I feel like they could do music together, but I don't know. I feel like Andre probably would have had a better solo career. Um, if he did it, um, or whatever, but I don't know. I always stand for that group and I hate that I missed, I remember the, they had a concert at, at the Fox some years ago and I, for some odd reason I didn't go and I'm like, I regret that shit so fucking much, man. <clears throat> I mean, I've seen some of the people I want to see. I haven't seen the only two people or groups I really want to see is them and Stevie Wonder and I still haven't seen neither. If I could see at this point I feel like I'm only gonna be able to see Stevie Wonder. So okay, I ain't probably doing a show that I probably can make it to. My two missed concert performances that I've wanted to see both are dead, so 
It's what, not going to happen. Pac and Biggie? No, Michael oh. Jackson and, <laughs> and George Carlin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would uh I would definitely love to see see Mike. I would really I would love to see uh Patrice O'Neal stand up. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think right now those are probably the two I could think of the dead I would probably some more, but I think the two main ones are probably them two or whatever. And that this is it tour that Michael Jackson had planned, I was ready. I was like, I'm going to that shit. I'm going, I'm going. So I, I think I would have <laughs> probably on went deck. to that too. I, <laughs> I had it on deck and it didn't happen. I probably would have went to that too. Yeah, and George Carlin, I actually missed his last tour, but the whole rest of my family went to it. How did that happen? Because I was living in California. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So they caught him, I guess, maybe when he was there. Well, well I, there, when he was here. And then, um, I don't know if he ever even made it to California. He might have died. I don't know. How long ago did he die? I don't know. Well, I mean, I, well, I was in California from 2008 to 2010. Um, so I would maybe guess within that time, but, um, I'm pretending like I don't have Google. So let me just double check. Yeah, my phone was like, I was so busy trying to cut another cigar. I was just like, uh, at some point. So between 2008, 2010, he died? I'm guessing. I I have no clue. He died in 2008. Yeah. So yeah, I missed it. But and I'm not gonna get that chance. So oh, another, about that. but the point uh, another point I did want to make is a uh, shout out to Mr. Monotone his whack ass retweets of people who hated the uh, Andre 3000 article. Like I don't know how do you like like they were saying something. What did they t- hate about it? I I'm guessing they just didn't like him. Like his they talking about the article was depressing. I mean shit, he's talking about his fucking parents died. What the fuck? How, how are you supposed to make that fucking fun or some shit? You know what and I'm like, saying? And like, why does the article have to be? I don't see uplifting. it being. I didn't see it being depressing at all. I mean, it was a, a it was open about him. It wasn't depressing. It's the maybe because he's not doing what you want him to do. He's not out making music and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. I would love him to make music too, but I'm always just you know really interested in just hearing the lives of like artists especially my favorites and shit so yeah. it wasn't depressing he just you know he didn't want to really do music anymore you know he was really trying to deal with his parents death still he was just trying to live um post music life and shit and i don't see what's fucking depressing about that shit yeah i don't know i i, I haven't read it but even if it's sad like what like what says that an article has to be fun well, or yeah, uplifting exactly. or positive like it, it it's it's a, it is what it I mean, is. It like he talks like, about like he his life, he talks about his life. All and crying and shit about shit. I I didn't get that. I was like, man, that motherfuckers is whack, <laughs> whack ass niggas. So um, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about, and I I I, I want to start with because I mean we've talked about pretty much lightweight shit, and I have lightweight shit I want to talk about too, but I want to talk about some heavier shit. So like, well, I have two things, but. The first thing I want to talk about is all the allegations of sexual assault that have popped up over the course of the time that we haven't recorded. Mm-hmm. So it's been two weeks and like in those two weeks, the floodgates have opened. Yeah, there's been sexual assault uh, accusations against a number of like Hollywood executives, actors, uh, directors, everything. Um, the main ones being Harvey Weinstein, men, fucking cameraman, <laughs> fucking editors. The, uh, but uh, yeah, Harvey Weinstein was the one that really got it popping off, and and uh, I think most recently the Kevin Spacey one is probably the uh, second biggest one. And uh, so, if you don't know, uh, uh, 
shit ton of women came out basically saying that Harvey Weinstein is a fucking creepy ass sexual assault and raping ass motherfucker and will like hang it over your head kind of like give me that pussy or you ain't gonna get no movie roles ever <laughs> type shit and then the Kevin Spacey thing was uh uh actor who is currently on Star Trek Discovery which is like a CBS uh all access show oh, okay I'm um, familiar with him or the show it's like a it's a new Star Trek show that's only on CBS All Access. They're trying to get you to basically pay for their streaming service to watch it. And uh, he said that basically Kevin Spacey tried to hit him with, hit 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 that ass when he was fourteen or some shit. And um, so that's been coming out like crazy. Like I heard just today, I was listening to NPR and. NPR said that one of the NPR executives got fired for over sexual assault allegations. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And then like uh like on my way here, I saw that Brett Ratner got accused of sexual I assault. I just heard about that. And he's the guy that uh he directed Rush Hour. And then um there was oh uh Dustin Hoffman got accused of Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, he got accused of like uh it was like a chick who said that like I don't I don't I can't recall if she said her age, but it was like during like Death of a Salesman, which was like thirty or thirty two years ago, he was like basically saying rent mad inappropriate shit and throughout the course of filming it and that he like grabbed her ass once or something. So it's been mad people coming out the woodworks over the course of the past two weeks talking about various people in Hollywood who have uh done some sort of uh some sort of either inappropriate behavior or sexual assault um do you have any thoughts on that well <laughs> kevin spacey it, it was so crazy about his it was just like well i don't remember doing that but hey i'm gay like come on <laughs> dog like what the fuck, man? Like if, if there was a that, but hey, I'm gay. If there was a worst time to ever try to come out, that was the worst possible fucking time. Like, dude, like you're at that point, you're you're just making gay men look bad. Like, like because all so basically, gay men are just have, have tried to. To, to force themselves on a fucking child and then they decide to just come gay. Like, like they don't on, already man. have to get over that stigma yeah. of like the idea of like if you look at homophobic guys, especially because like it's super prevalent in the black community to be homophobic. Mm. They act like if you gay, then you automatically trying to you might automatically try to fuck them. <laughs> like like gay guys just want to fuck every single man ever. <laughs> and they already have dude, to deal with like that shit. So fucking whack, dude. And, that was and, whack as fuck. And, you know, and I think the and, and the point you had, you had kind of made, um, I think on Facebook, and you probably, you, you, it would, I guess, go into that too, is that soon I as... I don't remember what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, the, the news of Kevin Spacey came out, and then I, I meant to favorite it, but I didn't. There was this tweet about some, um, I'm going to call it Reddit or some shit, but something like Reddit, but it was basically a... a, a, a um, a forum where like in 2011 or something or 12 people were writing about Kevin Spacey doing fuck shit to men and other shit and like this. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, and this is not to, to say that, you know, this is not even nearly to say nothing about people not coming out 
about their abusers because we've learned that, you know, people get shamed and, you know, especially years ago, we learned that with Cosby about people trying to come out and so forth like that. But for the people who actually knew that this shit was happening to people and, and it's just not saying shit, that shit is just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I, that's one of the parts that kind of just kind of bugged me about. Like y'all knew he potentially out here raping other folks or some shit and all the shit, and either it was just at a time where no one was paying attention, or like I think you said, you <laughs> that's just, just Hollywood. You just yeah, just Hollywood. <laughs> like when um the whole thing with Weinstein came out, and I was uh, actually being cynical. I think I know what post you talking about. I was actually being cynical, but uh, but I, like but no, but I mean I felt like though there are people who, in in and it's seeming in this. The movie industry or TV industry and shit, knowing that these. <coughs> you alright, man? Uh, oops. <laughs> hey, that's not that's not weed, dog. That's a cigar. No, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I made a rookie mistake. The the people knew that these these guys were doing shit, and they just was just you know for the name of celebrityism or you know whatever was just like we're not saying anything, all that shit. That shit just seemed seemed crazy though, but. I don't know. I just, that's just so crazy. There's so many, dog. So, and, oh, and then, um, something, someone came out about, uh, um, what's the black, uh, I'm gonna say scientist. Uh, we're gonna say Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was an article about some girl that he did something to in college or something. I haven't seen no other articles about it. I just seen somebody, one person tweeting about it, and then I kind of searched his name and seen it. But like you but know, a, I'm an astrophysicist, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see Uranus. <laughs> and they're pointing at the map. No, <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I think just the, the the sheer numbers of it is just fucking amazing. And it's just like it's is the Entertainment industry that fucked up, dude. I guess so. That is just insane, I'm not surprised, dude. So my my only thing with this, and we've talked about this before in our numerous rape discussions, is the only thing that bothers me about it is the fact that like guys are getting hit with like again like life damaging shit over like accusations. That's the only thing that bothers me. Well, yeah, and like, and, and that was the one thing somebody made. You know, uh, they was just like, you know, Neil Grace, he's trash, and I was just like, he did it, and they were like, well, I just believe her, and yeah, and I was just like, for a person that you know has been praised for so long or whatever, and for one allegation to totally just kill everything you've thought about this person without. It coming out and showing that it just actually really happened just seems really, really strong and harsh. Yeah, it's it's tough to find a balance between being wanting to be supportive of women who have been assaulted and also wanting to make sure that uh, the men aren't being wrongfully uh, punished. Because, like, <clears throat> I think the what? Kevin Spacey one was the first one that kind of, like, raise the flag for me because like I like if you look at the 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 conversation right you'll see a whole lot of people like oh Kevin Spacey kind of has a rep for like being creepy or being weird or oh people thought he was gay already and all that kind of shit <clears throat> for one gay and pedophilia do not go hand in hand they're, and they're not and even like they're to, like way across the street right like, we don't need to equate the two but 
the, the like look at the facts of the situation that we know so far. The only facts that we know is that this guy said Kevin Spacey tried to fuck me when I was 14. Not uh, Kevin Spacey raped me. Not Kevin Spacey successfully fucked me. Not Kevin Spacey fucked me when I was adult. No, nothing. No, nothing. Just Kevin Spacey tried to fuck me when I was 14. And then Netflix is like, House of Cards canceled. Well, like, and Kevin Spacey's a fucking well, pervert. One, well, one, a couple of things. One, I feel like House of Cards was doomed anyway. It's been a couple of articles that suggested they were acting on a cancel even before that. One, the one thing that actually bothered me about that with Kevin Spacey is that he didn't deny it. No, yeah, yeah. He said, "I'm not sure if it actually happened or not." Which, which to, to me, me is 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 I did it, but I'm not gonna admit it. Yeah, and so with his case, I'm like, I could, if if that shit came out and he just just straight up just full fledged denied it, I'm like, you gotta you gotta hear this guy out then. Mm-hmm. But the fact mm-hmm. that he didn't deny it, say and he don't know, that just I just feel like he did it anyway or whatever. So for him, did. I felt like, you know, it was one of those cases where, you know, he's just a fuck dude. And he I don't know the, and I don't know the case from mm-hmm. other these other people. I mean it's like the numbers are coming up in so much with Weinstein, I just find it hard to believe he probably didn't. Yeah, but my point is not so much whether or not these guys did it. My point is the fact that like it's kinda it's kinda. It's incredibly troubling that somebody could pop up 32 years later and be like, "Oh yeah, so and so tried to rape me back in the 80s," and now all of a sudden, that's all that's needed to ruin that person. Yeah, what, like I, that just I, like, I it's wonder, just like, something about that that just don't wonder, sit like, well what, with me. What makes what makes that believable over anything else? You could come back. You could say. If you could potentially say that, hey, such and such tried to kill me back in '82, and it would not be believed. If you said he tried to rape me in '82, you're fucking guilty, dog. Yeah, and like, uh, and that's that's the part that scares me because I look at all these things and like all of it is allegations. None of this is like anything that's like documented or confirmed anyway. It's all allegations. Like someone saying, hey, this thing happened, and the part that scares me about it is like all these ones, like the Dustin Hoffman thing, Kevin Spacey's thing, all these things were like 30 plus years ago, right? And the way we react to it now, today, when we're so incredibly uh, just like you can't say anything if if somebody gets accused of, of rape or sexual assault or you're like some sort of like pro-rape person, like the that we're so heavy in that direction that I feel like we're at a point where there's no kind of uh, response, not responsibility. There's no kind of um, like no checks and balances on the on the side of the accuser, right? So like, look at us for instance, right? We're doing a podcast. We're about the same age. Say, let's just say hypothetically, inexplicably, this podcast take off and we become like fucking Jesus and Mero, and now we're on fucking MTV and shit. We got a TV show. What stops some chick that we fucked when we were 19 from just saying like? Uh yeah, Otis raped me back when uh back when I was nineteen. Like what? Like if you're famous and nothing, nothing and chick really. just you goes, just... hey, you're you raped me back when back when we was nineteen. You're fucked. That's it. Like that. That's really all that needs to happen. Like there doesn't need to be any kind of like anything. Like nothing. That's it. They just yeah. gotta say it. And there's like not there should be a statute of limitations on like sexual assault or anything like that. But it's creepy to think that like. You could get hit with like that, something like that, 
30 years after the fact and everybody just goes oh yep rapist <laughs> like, like that's like that's scary to me man because like you can and another you thing that kind of makes it creepy is that I, I the more i think about it the more i think about how we are applying how we handle sexual assault and rape now in 2017 which is a perfectly acceptable and valid way of handling it and applying it to say 1975 when things were done differently and when i say things were done differently i mean like like if you look at bill cosby right every story that came out about about bill cosby was essentially bill cosby came over uh he gave me some pills and then i woke up and i had been fucked or i i woke up and he was naked in a robe or whatever the fuck and when I think about like the seventies and shit like that and like the way this country was back then, part of me wonders like were these women entering this situation just like, oh hey, I'm gonna go hang out with Bill Cosby and then all of a sudden they get raped? Or was it a situation where it's like, you know what's going down? Cause I kinda feel like when Holly in Hollywood, you kinda know, right? Like especially in the, like I said, the seventies was like a whole different animal than it is right now. Like you could say, go to like Bill Cosby's crib, right, and think like, yeah, I'm trying to get this role. I'm down to do whatever. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let whatever happens happens or whatever, and it happens, and then you go on to live your life, and then these accusations come out, and you can be like, oh, yeah, uh, he gave me pills too, <laughs> and then and then now you're just another person that Bill Cosby raped. But when in, in actuality. You might have actually been down for it at the time, like, but because that was the way the game was, and that's not to say that the game is valid, right? But right. you like that was the way shit worked back then. Like the seventies was heavy on drugs; it was heavy, heavy on like all that kind of shit. Like knowing that that's how the game worked, and this is not to say that the game is valid or that's how it should have been or that that was right. But I feel like there's a possibility that people entered into that situation knowing that that was how it was going to go down, and doing that as a willing participant. And then now seeing in 2017 that that shit don't fly and then applying that logic to 1975 and like, oh, that happened to me, too. Right. And now it's like a whole a whole different situation. And I think that we're in a space right now in 2017 where it's like we are so like super, super like red alert on sexual assault, which we should be. But with the high level of red alert it's like like i said like you can't you can't raise questions or ask questions or or like uh question whether or not something happened like you can't express any form of dissent like hey did this person actually do this hey were are were you are were you really not a willing participant like you can't ask any questions or all of a sudden you're just like some sort of like you know a uh, person who's okay with it and shit and the way all this shit's coming out now in these past couple weeks where it's like, oh, yeah, like the Dustin Hoffman one was bananas, dude. It was like... I didn't, chick, even, I didn't even hear about that one. I literally read it on my way here. Well, before I left to come over here. And it was like the chick said she gave like a couple of like different instances. And one, she said he, he grabbed her ass, which is that's black and white. He grabbed her ass, whatever. The All the other instances that she mentioned was him saying inappropriate shit. Like, uh, one was something like, 
uh, what do you want to have for lunch? And like, your left titty or something like that. And <laughs> and then she's like, oh, uh, that's not appropriate. Oh, my bad. You're right, titty. Like, you know, something like that. It was something like that. And then the next one was like, <laughs> I don't know why they revolved around food. But the next one was like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is really like what do you want to eat or something like that? And he said something like, oh. <laughs> I'm stupid for laughing at this. <laughs> but it was, I read it and I laughed because I was like, what the fuck is this? What does that even mean? <laughs> but <laughs> he said that uh, he wanted a hard-boiled egg or a soft-boiled clitoris. What? <laughs> he should come up on charges just for saying that whack-ass shit. Right. But like, <laughs> but like, but my point is, it's now 32 years later, and this chick is like, Dustin Hoffman said he wanted to suck my titties. And it's like, oh my god, Dustin Hoffman, piece of shit. And it's like, what the fuck, dog? Like, where are we going to, like, I feel like at this point, like, you can't even, like, like flirt or say sexual innuendo. And then with, like, you can't even, like, do it at that time. Like, at that time, and she even said, like, at that time, everybody laughed. And then she went somewhere else and cried or something like that. And I'm like, so, like, say in 1995, we had a party or some shit, and we talking to, well, not at a party, I was only 13 in 1995, but, like, like whatever. 15, but, but, like, yeah. it was, okay, 2003, whatever the fuck. And you had a party, you're like, yeah, well, what you want to get to eat? Like, I want to eat that pussy, something like that. And it's, like, just joking around and shit. You trying to, you know, get laid or whatever. You drunk, you flirting, whatever, trying to get laid. And then, and then 30 years later, you're famous. And then the same chick pops up like, he told me he wanted to eat my pussy in and 2003. All is done. <laughs> and his ball game for you. And it's all like, is done. And that's what the Dustin Hoffman shit sounded like. Like he was like jokingly like flirting and shit and trying to get laid or whatever. Because I don't think I, I don't think it was, she was underage. Like maybe she might have been. I don't know. I, I don't remember that being a piece of it. I just remember her saying like he was like being inappropriate. And like that, that's scary to me, dog. Like I feel yeah. like you can't. You, you better say you better, or do you, shit. You better been an A one person from from your whole career, or the the bullshit you've done is gonna come back and fuck with you, however many years later. And is that even really that bullshit, quote unquote? Because like I said, like if Dustin Hoffman, like if she was underage, okay, yeah, probably don't. You probably don't want to say you want her to eat her soft boiled clitoris. <laughs> she underage? Yeah, absolutely not. But say you she don't was, want to. But say she was say she was of age, because I don't remember underage being a part of it. Say she was of age. Okay, so yeah, that's vulgar, but is that against the law? No. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I mean, he's, he's like morally probably, to, probably ain't he's shit. He's trying to get some I mean. pussy, like whatever. Like, like he's flirting or whatever. He's trying to get laid. Like, guys say way worse shit than that. Guys do way worse shit than that. But now in 2017, in the world that we live in, when it comes to sexual assault, and you think of like Dustin Hoffman telling somebody that he wants to eat that soft boiled pussy, like <laughs> that's like. It's and not, now it's like, okay, it's, it's, Dustin Hoffman's a piece of shit. And not, he's like, damn, I, I was trying think, to get some pussy. I don't in. think that one's going to go far. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, damn, I was trying to get some pussy in 1983. I don't know about the like, other ones. I mean, <laughs> like, what the fuck? at least we know with Weinstein, he, Weinstein, he... Oh, shit, did I burn my hat? Damn. Mm. What, my bad. So, but Weinstein, he already had one chick who he... Um, I, what do you call it? I forget when you... Basically, you pay him off and they, you pay him not to talk. She broke that non-disclosure agreement, non-disclosure or something like that. So, I mean, I think it's it's, it's pretty pretty certain that Weinstein uh, is has is, is done it for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably at the same level or worse 
than than uh, uh, Cosby. Man, I seen one of the worst fucking. You ever seen? You know when when Kwame went went to jail, you had all these side by sides with Kwame and some random white person who did the same shit mm-hmm. and didn't get to play get the, the the punishment. They had a picture of of Cosby. And the shit he did, and Weinstein, and the shit he did, and was saying, well, Weinstein isn't getting um, the backlash that Cosby did. I'm like, what world are you living in? Weinstein is getting dragged. <laughs> <coughs> he I, is. So, like, it's, it's some weird. Can you pass black, me the uh, Seagrams? Some black people are just really odd to me. I'm like, Weinstein is getting fucking dragged, dog. Like, he what, absolutely what is. news source, what social media source you own that you're not seeing he, Weinstein? He, he got fired from his own company. <laughs> his own fucking company. <laughs> How do you say he's not being dragged and taken down like this? Dog, are you fucking serious? He's fired from his own his company. His own company. Who do you know been fired from <laughs> their own Weinstein fucking company? company. <laughs> the name, the namesake of the company, he's done. All right. And you and you're talking about he's not getting dragged like Cosby. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Like I said, like it's it's a fine line and it's like it's such a such a, a incredibly uh like gentle kind of thing where like you just cannot say anything that is not put that rapist under the jail. But like it's still troubling to me just to see how how little needs to happen for someone's life or career to be ruined. And like whether or not Weinstein did this or not, whether or not Spacey did it or not, all that shit's irrelevant. Like Spacey did it, whatever. If Weinstein did it, whatever. That's not the point. The point to me is that you can pop up 32 years later and be like, Kevin Spacey tried to fuck me. And now Kevin Spacey's done. Like nothing. That's it. He's done. Like, and that I feel like that should sit that should be uncomfortable for everybody. Like that's that shouldn't just be like me just being like having the balls to say the shit. Like that should be uncomfortable for everybody. The fact that there's no real uh verification or checks and like you can literally just say he did this to me and like if if you say Kevin Spacey tried to fuck me last week and I'm currently 14, like totally different thing. But like we can look. We can research that. We could try to figure it out. Whatever. But to just be like, yeah, he tried to fuck me back when I was fourteen, and everybody's like, oh shit, fuck Kevin Spacey. And it's like, damn dog. Like he didn't even say Kevin Spacey raped me when I was fourteen. He like Kevin Spacey tried to fuck me like when I was fourteen. Like yes, that's fucked up if he tried to fuck you when you was fourteen. But like that's literally all we have is you saying he tried to do it and that's it and now I mean, he's I convicted think, I don't, I don't he, think he's, it's, he's convicted in public opinion I don't think it's he's ever going to be a, a situation where that that kind of situation is is looked at more that's just how it is, how it's going to be I mean but you know in, in his case he didn't even deny it so it's like you know I mean yeah he strikes me as a fucking But I give uh, your point as far as that, that a the whole action guy who tries it, to fuck a 14 year old boy I'm not surprised at that at all do I think he did it? Yeah, probably. He he strikes me as the type. There's been all kinds of stories that have come out that have, have consistently painted Kevin Spacey and in I the light he's as a questionable character. For tr- coming out gay after being accused and of... And that uh, is 100% incredibly <laughs> whack. Like, what the fuck? Like, that... Like, nah. Oh, no. Like, don't no, do that to I'm, gay I'm people. I'm gay, though. Yeah, like, don't do that to gay people. Like, dude. Yeah. They, but they it's just, it's just that circumstance that is troubling to me to be able to do something like that and now that person buried. Because, say, it wasn't Kevin Spacey. Because Kevin Spacey, he has a rep. He's like a rep as in like a reputation. He has a he has a bad reputation apparently. Like 
but say it wasn't like say it was somebody who has no kind of rep for no shit like that like right. i said I, the example is us like like if we it, it, it's tied to the fame right so it's like because ain't nobody popping up now we're 36 years old like well you're 36 i'm 30 aren't you 36 37. 37 so like i'm 35 i'm about to be 36 somebody could theoretically pop up and be like yeah mike said he wanted to eat my boy clitoris and uh when, when i was 19 <laughs> ain't nobody gonna give a fuck but like if this podcast pop off or whatever happens whatever happens in in life and now i'm 55 and i'm famous who's to say that somebody who i like fucked with like complete fucking consent and everything was fine whatever just says they just say it yeah mike raped me back uh back when we were 19 i'm done there's no, there's nothing like, oh, did you do this? Like, that's it. And it could be somebody who I've had a perfectly consensual relationship with, and I'm done. And that shit is scary to me because it's like we're getting more and more uh, uh, farther away from the instance that it makes it, it almost makes it like there's absolutely no, no kind of verification of it anymore. Because like, because we talked about, um, what's his face, the Birth of a Nation guy, uh can't even think of his name because he's so far gone yeah, nate 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 i, I want to call him nate griffin but that was nate that was the the black the black peter griffin <laughs> i'm about to say that's guy. what i thought that was <laughs> uh and then i get his actual name confused with the character he portrayed in the movie but nate whatever the fuck his name is like his shit was like hey he uh raped us back in i don't know 10 years ago or whatever the fuck it was in college whatever and now it's like that timeline is stretching. And then like it's not about the timeline because rape is rape. So it's like if you got raped in 1970, it don't make a difference whether it was 1970 or 2015. But the fact that you can just say like this happened 40 years ago and now it's like, oh, yep, they did it. That's it. Like that's scary. I'm pissed because I'm still trying to think his fucking name. I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna. I keep sticking on Nate Griffin, and I'm like, I know that's the Black Peter Griffin from Family Guy. So like, I don't. I don't know what his name was. But yeah, whatever the fuck. But yeah, I don't know, man. That's the, that's the thing that bothers me about that, man. It just, it just something doesn't sit well with me to just be able to accuse somebody of some shit and then they're just convicted. And like that bothered me before, but like now it bothers me even more to be like, yeah, 32 years ago. This guy tried to fuck me. And it's like, oh, let's cancel everything. Let's cancel the show. Let's do all this kind of shit. Yada, yada, yada. Fuck this guy. Nate Parker. And Parker. Yeah. I almost called him Nate Turner from like Nat Turner. That's right? what <laughs> it was. That's why I get it confused because I want to call him Nate Turner. But his name is, name is I, I still want to say Nate Griffin. Parker. Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't even know what his name is anymore. He might be Nate Turner. I don't know what the fuck it's his Parker. name is. Okay. Whatever the fuck. So the other thing I want to talk about, the other major thing, and if we have time, I can talk about the smaller things. But the other thing was that thing that happened in New York yesterday with that quote unquote terrorist. Okay, I, uh, okay, I need I need to take a fucking piss. Oh, okay. I'll pause it. We're gonna talk about a terrorist when when Otis gets done pissing. Actually, I'm just gonna keep recording because I'm just real as fuck. Uh, so I'm gonna talk about something else while he's pissing. So I want to talk about um, I saw a guy who said that he noticed that he lost a friend on Facebook. And that was interesting to me because I don't understand how you can know that you lost a friend on Facebook unless you, uh, actively like say they were like commenting on your status and all of a sudden you saw they weren't friends anymore, but he knows like the number of friends that he has. 
and like will like hey i had 511 friends yesterday and now i have 509 like what the fuck happened and then we'll do research and find out who those two people were and aside from the fact that i think that's corny like and i have no idea how many facebook friends i have i could i could lose facebook friends daily and would have no fucking clue but he had like a whole post about it and was like oh man i had this many facebook friends and then i made this post about uh I don't know, we'll say Black Lives Matter. I don't remember what the fuck his post is about. And now I got 509 friends, and it's because this person was mad, and I, I don't understand why. So he's counting the me. people. He knows some people unfriends him? Yeah. and like, How he, do you do that? I don't know. He knows. He knew how many friends he had. He knew how many friends he had currently. And then he knew. Oh, it looks like the Astros about to win the World Series. That's what I, I was just uh, going to say. Yeah, I think that's about the to Astros happen. are now the World Series champions. <laughs> that was interesting. Congratulations, to Houston Astros. Um, and semi congratulations to Justin Verlander, semi, yeah. even though you are uh, all, all lives, lives matter, matter ass motherfucker. Um, and DJ Tim Hines is on suicide watch. But um, but yeah, he noticed that. And aside from the fact that I think it's like incredibly fucking lame to track your Facebook friends to that degree that you know how many you lost and then do the research to find out who it was. Aside how do you do the that, research to figure out who it I, is, though? I don't even know. I don't even know. I felt like when I read whatever status this was, I felt like he had a spreadsheet of, like, who all his Facebook friends I mean, were. He like, just cross-referenced I mean, but like, say for, like, Twitter, for instance, you could do... They got sites where you could do who unfollowed and shit and see who unfollowed you and stuff. Maybe like they got that. that for Facebook, and that's how he knew. That's whack, though, dude. Yeah, it's, it's definitely whack. But, like, uh, Justin DeVerland don't even give a shit. He's just walking around like, yeah, cool. Anyway, um, right, he's in the days and shit. Yeah, but anyway, um, the thing that bothered me even not bothered me, but the thing that made me want to put this as a topic is that I I've always wondered the only the only thing that I care about as far as like getting unfriended is I always want to know what I did that caused it. Yeah, and not what I not even what I did because like I, I think Twitter is a better example because I tweet more than I use Facebook, right? And I'm the per I'm a kind of person that and I complain about this all the time about people who are not are, are different people in real life than they are on Facebook or Twitter, on so social media, whatever. Like you you have like your social media persona and then you have who you are in real life. I think that's corny. I'm somebody who says the same shit all the time on social media or in real life and I, I'm consistent with that. Like it's not like I'm somebody who just like all of a sudden, oh shit, Mike is all lives matter. I'm out of here. Like I'm the same person all the time, right? I, I the only thing that makes me curious is I want to know what the final straw was. That's the thing that interests me. Like, because yeah. I say the same shit all the time, so I'm like, what is the thing that I said that made you go, okay, I can't deal with this guy no more. Like, this like, is that's the last the, fucking straw, <laughs> right? That's the only only way that I care and it's just some sort of like just demented kind of like I I only want to know for laughs not because like I care like like I just want to know like oh it's when I posted that fucking meme or that like I post a lot about um I use a screenshot of like there was like a South Park episode where like you couldn't like masturbate or nothing like that and you had to like pay or something to go to like into these tents and watch porn to jerk off <laughs> And like I post this meme of like Stan Marsh like sitting at a computer with like come all over come everywhere. 
<laughs> and I post that like uh, I post that shit all the time, right? So like if, like if that was it, like if somebody was like, you know what, that fucking Stan Marsh come come meme that he posts, like that was it. I couldn't do it anymore. I'd be like, I'd laugh like, oh shit, that was it. That was that's the last funny. Try, really? Okay. <laughs> like, and I just want to know just just for my own sake, like what it was that I did that made that person go, I'm done. But I think it, I don't know. I just wanted to comment real quick that I think it's like corny to be like that that aware of your Facebook friends and to know who it was that uh, that left to be like, oh, yeah, this person left because I said this thing and that. And now I'm going to make a post about it. And I think that that's whack and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. Dog. Like, I, I, I don't know. But that was just my thought thoughts on that one that one thing. So, like, before you left, the thing that we were talking about was the uh, the New York car car thing where this guy ran over, uh, what I think it said, like, he killed, like, eight people or something, uh, run him over with his car in New York. And um, there's so much shit about that situation that irritates the fuck out of me. The first thing being that uh, he was immediately deemed a terrorist. And just, immediately, Immediately. Duh. Like, same day. Terror attack in New York. Same fucking day. He feel fucking killed eight people with his car, and he's instantly a terrorist. But the guy who shot over 500 people was like, he's a lone wolf. Like, we don't know anything about it. And I'm like, that to me just cemented the fact that, that literally the only criteria for being called a terrorist is being brown. Like, that's, that's it. literally it. It doesn't matter how many people you kill. It doesn't matter how, how you did it. It doesn't matter... Uh, where you did it, like nothing else matters other than the other than your color. That is it. You can be white and kill 500 people or shoot 500 people or roll up in a church and kill however many people. You can do whatever the fuck and be white and they will call you anything but terrorist. But if you brown, you a fucking terrorist and it don't fucking matter. The other thing that irritated me about that was that the guy... um. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Let me look at real quick. See if I had it in my notes. There's another thing. Oh yeah, the um, the fact that so after the Vegas guy did his thing, people were immediately, of course, the reaction was gun laws, gun laws, gun laws. We got to do something about gun laws. And the Republicans were like, "Fuck that. We want our guns. Don't make this some political shit. It's not about politics. Not yada, yada yada yada. Nothing about guns. This fucking guy." Runs over eight people with his car, and he's brown. And not only is he a terrorist, but now the Republicans are like, "God damn it, immigration, immigration reform, gotta, gotta this immigration wall. shit gotta this happen." They immediately made it some fucking political shit. And man, I'm so fucking sick of that shit. I don't know what to do with myself, dog. Like, man, I'm so fucking sick of that shit. And I'm just like, I don't like, I don't even understand. Like, how is the criteria for being a terrorist? just brownness and no one says that shit like and, no, and, and the and republicans it, can be and this is not face fucking liars and, it's not take, and this is not taking away from eight people die because eight people dying is eight people dying eight, eight people with families and things of that nature but this guy kills eight people and immediately becomes a terrorist because he's not white and a man fucking mows down 600 people with fucking altered ass fucking guns and the government still is hesitant to call that guy a terrorist. Like, how the fuck? And, like, it just really pays to be white, dude. And not that the the label changes anything, but it does. The it's, label it's, matters because of the fact that it's about the perception 
and and the yeah. picture they want to paint for for these people. Like it's not just like a label. It's about it's about the perception. Like you can't be like, oh, what difference does it make whether they're called a terrorist? The difference is that okay, apply it to yourself. Like, would you want to not yourself, but like say some like say a loved one or something like that. Like, do you want your loved one to be um? somehow more demon shit demonized because of their skin color than a white person who does something that's exponentially worse like that's not fair like and that just shows that that all just shows like how uh minorities are viewed in this country like and it's so horrible man that's horrible and it's like I don't like you said. I don't want to take nothing away from the people that died in this incident, but fuck, man! Like this guy fucking shot almost six hundred people, dog. Like, are you serious? He shot the most people in modern history, and 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 they still are hesitant to give him that title, which would just fuck because which which would you know categorized white male killers of what they are fucking terrorists mm-hmm. god shit you go back to fucking what was the guy who uh was it a was it a damn it wasn't a unabomber <clears throat> i forget the the one guy I, I thought it was like an apartment building or or, or office building I forget the guy's name but it was um at any, at any rate it was another white guy doing some fuck shit years ago or whatever um, I don't know if I'm about to call him Dave Koresh, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> wrong dude. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get... I think... I don't know, man. I, I my, my thoughts are so fucking scattered right now about that whole thing. I just don't understand... I, I, I don't understand why they don't want to, to label white killers as they are. Fucking terrorists. I just, I just don't get it, dude. Yeah, it drives me nuts. I just I don't, don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't understand why... This is something that is largely overlooked. Like our Twitter feeds is not overlooked. No. But in the media as a whole, it's overlooked as fuck. No. And like immediately, though, like ISIS is and here's the crazy thing too, is that ISIS took credit for the Las Vegas shit and they still wouldn't call that dude a terrorist. ISIS has not took taken credit for the New York guy. But they already but they found ISIS something where he it. Yeah, they, they linked ISIS to him. Link him to it though. So like now he's a terrorist. Like so when ISIS takes credit, if it's a white guy, they won't call him a terrorist. But when ISIS don't take credit and it's a brown guy, then he's a terrorist. Like, are you fucking kidding? It's like not even like they're not even hiding it. I think that's what irritates me the most. They don't even hide it. Like, it's so prejudiced and they don't even fucking care. Like, so prejudiced, so obvious, and they don't give a fuck. That's, that's, man, that shit is so fucking irritating, man. And you're undermining, like, the, the, the gravity of the situation because... I should care regardless, right? It should be if it's three people or it's 500 people, I should care regardless. If somebody's walking around mass killing people, that's fucked up. But by by making one person sound like a terrorist and making the other person who did something way worse just sound like somebody who was just like well, had mental that- issues, it makes it makes you feel less for the the person that's uh that's being more demonized. Like I don't feel the amount of animosity toward the New York guy that I feel toward the Las Vegas guy, because I feel like the New York guy is getting a 
a worse rap than he should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's fucked up. Like it should be the same across the board. Like if you commit some sort of terrorist act, that should just be it. Well, I think it shouldn't of, be a thing where it's well, like, oh well, he's cause he's brown, now well, worse. Now I'm like, well shit. Like now I give less of a fuck because now you fucking making it some fucking race shit. Well it's partially because the, the, the guy the white men that are doing all these killing look like the, the guy that's our president, the guys that are in office and and all the guys that they want us to to they want to rule the world, rule rule our country, look just like the same guys who are killing mass people, and they don't want to label them guys that. Yeah, and, and like I don't want to. Um, I don't know. I guess with with this situation, I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist guy, but like. There's something about this situation that doesn't sit right with me, and the something is that right after this whole fucking thing about these people in the Trump campaign being uh, indicted on these fucking charges of uh, with the Russia shit, the fact that this shit popped off like the next day, I'm just like, the next oh, like how convenient that some fucking Middle Eastern guy mowed down eight people in New York. And now it's like terror, 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 terror. Like the day after, like a couple of people in Trump's campaign got that indicted on Russia shit. Not going it's to forget. Like, yeah, it's like I, I want to like I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but at the same time I'm side eyeing it as fuck. Like, come on, dog. Like really? Like it makes me want to do like research and see like did something come out about Trump before the Las Vegas shit? <laughs> like, because yeah, I'm real. like that's awfully convenient that the biggest news story was the people involved in the Russia shit and then all of a sudden this brown guy mows over eight people and it's like terror 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 immigrants 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 we gotta do something this is it we can't have any more immigrants coming over yada 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 pushing immigration reform like okay and now I didn't hear anything today about Paul Manafort or fucking Webster's fucking adopted dad whatever the fuck like nothing about that shit today I'm like huh how convenient but I really, really don't. The conspiracy theorists people irritate the fuck out of me, so I really don't want to be that. But god damn, like, how convenient. Yeah, so that shit driving me up the wall just fucking the way you can literally shoot 600 people and still white privilege your way out of it. <laughs> and, like, I mean, granted, so he's fast, dead. Though, granted, like. he's dead. But, like, he's it's still, like, his... He white privileged his legacy away from terrorism, though. <laughs> so, like, even even in the afterlife, white privilege is still benefiting him. <laughs> I think that's the, and I think He's that's dead the, and gone, and white that, privilege still helping him out. In right, the I think that, and that's I think is the key of 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 the point here. Like that, that's the thing is that even in even in the afterlife, white privilege can still benefit you in some way, and that shit is fucked up, dog. The fucking guy who did the New York shit is still alive. And like, I don't know, but he's a fucking terrorist, apparently, so... He's brown, he's a terrorist. Yeah, he's brown, he's so he's fuck. a terrorist, and then that's it. So he's still alive, but he's still a fucking terrorist, and he's... That's it. Like, but yeah, that shit drives me nuts. Um, Last thing I want to talk about real, 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 real quick is uh, Tyrese out here crying on Instagram and shit. So uh, Tyrese <laughs> has been in this feud with The Rock because... Uh, I guess I think the situation is that The Rock is taking some sort of uh, spinoff Fast and Furious role, which is delaying uh, the 
production of the ninth fucking Fast and Furious movie. And Tyrese has been in this beef with The Rock over that. And now is, I guess, in danger of... I don't want to say losing his kids. That's what he said, but I don't know if that's the case. But, like, yeah, I, I guess he has, much, like, mad child support payments. I guess he got mad child support payments and is, like, looking like, hey, if, if we don't do Fast and Furious 9, I might not be able to pay for this shit kind of deal. And so now he's on Instagram, like, crying and shit. Like, don't take away my kids, yada, 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 looking mad crazy. And um, I think the, the thing that irritates me about that story is... Okay, well, it's two things. The first thing is, I don't understand how you as Tyrese are in a position where you feel like Fast and Furious 9 needs to happen immediately so you can pay child support when I'm wondering where the money went from the previous eight Fast and Furious movies. I mean, well, he wasn't in the previous eight, but like, dude, however, been, many, however many fuck he's, he's been, been in. He's been a fucking entertainer for years, dude. Yeah, like, where is all your Fast and Furious money? Where's all your Transformers money? Where's all your money as a, well, the other, not just the other movies, like a franchises alone, but like skip the franchises, like the mo- the money from the other movies you've done, the money from your music, the money from your tours, where's all that music, all that money going, and now you're at a point where like, if Fast and the Furious 9 don't get done, I'm just like fucked. Like, to me, that reeks of like, you've probably made a large handful of really bad decisions over the course of the past 10 to 15 years you need like a that great, puts you, you in this need situation. A, a financial assistant or <laughs> yeah. something. God and that shit damn. has nothing to do with The Rock. The second thing that irritates me about that is I have a lot of trouble feeling bad for somebody who makes the conscious decision of um, seeking out sympathy. Like, if we just knew that Tyrese was in a shitty situation... And it's like, oh, man, that's fucked up, man. Something you've done for Tyrese. That's shitty. That's different than consciously opening up Instagram, hitting record, putting on the self-camera, and going in this whole monologue and starting crying and then hitting send on it and posting it. Like, it feels so contrived. Like, Well, it is contrived. I just sit there me. watching it. I'm watching it like, uh, you ever seen those memes of like, uh, have you seen Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. You know, Boo from Monster Ain't the Little Kid and that meme with like her just like blinking, looking at yeah, a blank yeah. face. That's how I watched the Tyrese video, like with the blank face. Like, it's hard for me to feel bad for you when this all feels so staged. Like, I don't get I don't I I can't it's hard for me to sympathize with people who suffer some sort of tragedy or in some sort of bad space and then they immediately go onto social media and like what cry? What do you do? You, do you, like, I was like, you, why are you? Do you believe the the notion of him being? Sorry, interrupt. Do you do you, do you believe the notion of him being like mentally unstable? Like I've seen a lot. I don't I've think he's mentally unstable. Takes. I think he's dumb. I believe that he's he's like dumb. I feel I like I feel like he's unstable. probably. I mean, a custody dispute with with a kid that you actually you know absolutely love, you're going to be emotional with that. I don't see that as him being mentally unstable. You're probably you know, fucked up because you may lose, you know, custody of your child or whatever the case. So you're going to be emotional from the shit. But to I don't I don't know enough about him to know if he's like mentally unstable, though. I have no evidence that he's mentally unstable. Crying on Instagram don't make you mentally unstable. That just makes you somebody who is using social media to garner sympathy. 
And that's why I just blank stared it. Like I'm like I I watched it. I'm like, this doesn't feel real to me. Like because you like you set it up. Like you you pulled up a camera. You opened up Instagram. You hit record and then you hit send. Like it feels like it feels like an, an intentional play for sympathy, not like a genuine a uh, show of emotion. Like I, I, and it's the same thing as like when you see on like your Facebook. I've seen people. I saw a girl like live tweet her father's death. Like, oh, I'm in the hospital right now. Oh my god, he just died. Oh my god, like I can't believe this just happened. And I'm like, if you're at your father's deathbed, why the fuck are you on Facebook? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, and posting shit on Facebook all the time, like like live updates and all that kind of shit, like. Why do your Facebook friends need to know every moment of your of your grief? Like I don't I can't relate to that. Like you can post something and like for like notification for people who you may not contact directly, like hey, this thing happened. Um this is the situation and these are the I don't know, funeral arrangements, right. whatever. But like this whole thing of like Oh my God, so and so just died. Oh my God, I'm so upset. Like, how, wh- like this thing of like, it feels like live tweeting, like live tweeting on Facebook your tragedies, and that like that, I don't know. That seems so so insanely corny to me. Like, why aren't you actually like dealing with your situation? Like, I can't even fathom that shit. When my dad died, like I like I didn't go. Like when I when when I got the call that my dad died, I was at work. He was already in hospice. I knew the day was coming. I was in charge of everything. Like my mom was like hands off. Uh, my brother was hands off. Like it was just me. He had kind of abandoned us for the most part. I was the only person that was involved in this. That like was like, hey, this is my dad. I'm gonna be like whatever kind of shit that went down. I'm still gonna be there for him. And I handled all that shit. When that when I got that call. I was at work. I left work. I went to the hospital. I went into the hotel room and I saw him there and I burst into tears and everybody left the room and they left me there with him until I said that people could come back in. I didn't go in there and fucking open up Facebook. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, that doesn't, that's, to me, that's not a genuine human reaction. So when I see you on Instagram crying, talking about, oh, please don't take my daughter, like, that's not a, to me, that's not a genuine reaction. That's you trying to. Uh, that's to me. That's a that's a a a, a calculated move. Like right. that's a decision you made. That's not a a genuine thing. So like I'm watching him on Facebook crying like, "Please don't take my daughter. Please don't take my daughter." Why are you recording this video? Like, why are you recording this video? You did however many movies you did with The Rock. If you think that The Rock is the person that's stopping you from being able to keep your daughter why aren't you on the phone with the rock right <laughs> why are it. you telling me what i'm gonna do like what what is this so yeah. like that shit to me like like it's like everybody i saw was like oh my god tyrese needs help oh my god this is so sad and like i'm looking at like this is what tyrese wants like sad reactions and sympathy on social media from strangers like if you are really in a bad situation like you deal with that situation and you interact with the people who 
have an impact on that situation, your, your family, your friends, whatever, you have that situation with them. Like, the story that I just, the story I just told about my dad, like, I didn't talk to anybody. <clears throat> like, I was just, like, I was dealing with that at that time. Right. And then once that was over at that time, then I told whoever I told after right. the fact. I don't even know when that was. Probably a couple days later. Like, but like, like the like, like I said, the equivalent of that is me going into that hospital room and opening up Facebook. Like, oh my God, he's dead now. Like, who does that? But I've seen it. I've fucking seen it. And that is not to me. That's not genuine. That is, I'm trying to get uh, sympathy. Sympathy from strangers on social media because I want the I don't know I don't even know what you want I don't know what that's I, for yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I don't even know what that's for like I, I I don't know I think he's been I think he's been in the limelight so long I feel like he he maybe he he some weird way feels that like that's his way to go but that's just a a a a, a poor move to 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 involve so many people into your bullshit. I mean, it's sad that you you have court cases for seeing your kids or whatever the case is, but social media is not the way to go. Yeah, and like to me, you lose my sympathy doing that. Like if you like say you're again you're Tyrese and say you're going into court for your custody battle and you fucking live streaming it, like oh walk into court now, please don't take my daughter. Like and you like holding the phone up and shit. Yo, my man, somebody's proposing right now. Yes. Holy (laughs) shit. Holy shit! So somebody from the uh, one of the Astros players just posted his girlfriend live. Like, girlfriend. I just wonder what, what, what if they lost? <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you still do it? <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit! What if they lost? Oh wow! This is dope though. I like this. This is pretty holy dope. Holy fuck! Look at that ring. Man, holy that... shit! I don't know who this is though. I'm not. Me neither. My baseball I have no idea know who this is. But I'll holy fi- shit! This I guess is nuts. we'll figure out later. But yeah, this is nuts. That's crazy. That's dope though. I like that. Is. That. that was pretty dope. Like that's she's never gonna forget that proposal. Like you no. get you get proposed to by a major league baseball player. That's one after thing. he just won the World <laughs> Series. Won the World Series like live. Like holy shit, that's dope. I like that. Well, that's, that's awesome. Congrats to whoever that is. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Um. Yeah, but the idea of like, hey, I'm wa- like live streaming, like you got your fucking phone up, walking to the courthouse now, courthouse now. I hope I hope they don't uh. Take my daughter from me. This is so horrible. Like, what are you doing, dog? Like, I don't know. That shit is so fucking corny to me, man. I, I, I yeah. It, so I, I watched Tyrese with like blank stare, like a motherfucker. Like, okay, why are you even doing this right now? Like, just sitting there, like holding the camera up to you, crying on Instagram. Like, what is this shit? So yeah, that was my last thing that I want to talk about. But yeah, I just like, man, I, it's so fucking I, corny, I dog. I agree. It's, it's, yeah. But I'm not the I'm not the prevailing opinion. The prevailing opinion is, oh my God, Tyrese needs help. And my prevailing opinion, my opinion is that he does need help, but not because of that. No, not he needs help because he feels like he, he needs to be on he social media. He probably needs financial help. He needs someone to manage his fucking money. I'm not sure why he's potentially broke. Yeah. But, like, yeah. how are you? How? I, yeah, I just don't get. It. How are you broke? Like, man, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Man, that shit makes so much money, dog. Like, it's not like you're in like the fucking Saw franchise, like fucking right. <laughs> fast you and dog. And this is what this is the thing that really the real kicker was it him, George Springer? Yeah, I him? think it was him. And that he was, was MVP? MVP. God damn! It wasn't like he was just on House of Cards. Right. <laughs> that shit's done. God damn! Like. <laughs> the fucking MVP shit. But uh, with Tyrese's shit, like 
we were just saying before we started recording off mic, like fucking the last Fast and Furious movie came out this year, dog. Are you already broke? So like, you still don't get residuals fuck. from that shit, dog? Yeah. Is that shit even on Blu? No, it's on Blu-ray. But like, god damn, man. Are you get money from this Don't year. they get money from like sales and all I that other so. shit? They should. <sighs> man. Whatever. But yeah. You ain't anything else? Nope. Well, on that note, congrats to the Houston Astros. Uh, congrats. I think that was uh, the MVP who just uh, proposed to his girl. Um, yeah, congrats to him. And uh, other than that, uh, you know our uh, info, uh, what up the podcast at Gmail for uh, questions, comments, concerns. Um, <laughs> concerns? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know I'm concerned about Mike's, uh, <laughs> Mike's opinion on 32-year-old right. um, uh, po- sexual assault accusations. <laughs> <laughs> well, not concerned, so. Yeah, by the night then we we'll, we'll be back next week for sure and uh see y'all then. Yep, peace. peace.